How to do to people. Welcome to the show. My guest today, two of my favorite people. I love having conversations with the two of these people. And um, yeah, I'll just give you a quick introduction. One of them, my brother, Alex Bijo, great musician. And the other, David Marl, really good friend of ours. We always have a lot of fun when we're together. Decided to put a few mics in front of everybody. And um, yeah, that's the show for today. Hope you enjoy it. First show at the Creativa. Yeah. Here yeah. we are. Maggie, yeah. you're going to oh. do the advertising? The advertising this night is sponsored by Crystal Blue Sky Water. Just like normal water, but from the sky. And it's bottled by the, um, the Inuits. <laughs> the Inuits bottle the water and they send it over and they're having, uh, because of global warming, uh, it's a big problem there. So they need financial support. So they created this great glacial sky water. There's too much water. There's, there's <laughs> too, <laughs> they have too That's much water. We need to help them. It's true. The ice are melting. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, it's all going to go in the oceans and it's going to rise. So they're trying to prevent that as well, that the ocean levels will stay the same. <laughs> And um, it will save us all. So buy the sky water. Help, help the oceans drink mm. more ice water. Sky water? Sky water. Sky water. Yeah, like ice water, but it comes yeah. from the sky. Yeah. And, and the Inuits. <laughs> it comes from the sky. <laughs> yeah. Great. So, so, so that's the sponsor? That's the sponsor. That one of them. Bel- one it's of them. it's one, one of, of the many, but it's the one I thought that was the best one to bring up because they have a cause yes. that you can really get behind. Yeah. True. Save the Inuits. And no, yourself. No, no, yourself. It's, it's saving yourself. That's why it's the best like promotion. It's because it's entirely self-centered and egotistical. It's like be selfish but save the planet at the same time. If you don't buy that water, the Inuits don't capture it and it goes into the ocean and the ocean level rises. And then, you know... Sounds like a great plan. <laughs> Sounds like a great Michael Bay movie. <laughs> the Inuits could just build a wall. <laughs> Keep the water out! <laughs> what you know? Isn't that kind of what Holland did? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? That's what they did. It's been working out for them. <laughs> so far? So far, yeah. How come no one's bombed that wall yet? They have, they have. They did in World War Two. Uh, they they blew a lot of the dikes, and it turned the whole thing into a big, big problem. Seriously? Uh, oh yeah, turned it into swampland, created traversing Holland or whatever Bring the portion mic up to of your Holland. Face. Traversing Holland or whatever the hell portion it was of Holland was a huge problem because of that. It was all flooded and turned to swamp. Okay. Yeah, for a long time, and then they rebuilt. I didn't know they'd actually gone and bombed it. They did. They did. Not Strategic point. Yeah, not a big enough hole. <laughs> I thought the whole country would be underwater. <laughs> no, I, th- I think that's because of the illusion that I also have had that we are imagining something like a dam, a huge dam keeping all the ocean away right? from the Netherlands. Yes. It is not so much that as many, many very, very small dams all over the place distributing you know, all the pressure. So if one or two breaks, water is going to start coming in and flooding, but it's not like a dam breaking and destroying the entire country. Yeah. You know, Michael Bay style. Yeah. It's not that that's going to happen, no bi- hopefully. Yeah, no Michael Bay <laughs> But movie. that doesn't sell Skywater. <laughs> no, no, that does not. <laughs> we have one. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, we need the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> 
this is too perfect. <laughs> Sound effects and all. We're gonna, they're going to be used. <laughs> do you know what they all do or are you just going to try? Uh, we'll see. Okay. That was a quick commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Hey. And now we're on um, Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. This is the set. <laughs> those those samples of people clapping and laughing they use in sitcoms. Yeah. I wonder how you know how many different samples they're using. What I mean is, would you recognize the same laugh track from one sitcom and another sitcom? Are they using the same laughs and the same you know samples? Or is it all new? Kind of like to, a, to a what was it? The Wilhelm, Wilhelm scream, scream. Uh, right? Exactly. That kind of scenario. Classic. It's exactly. probably the same. I don't know. I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe it, it it could make sense, or maybe they caught onto that and they're like, well, at least let's record someone laughing once, and then we can pretend that it's happening. Like <laughs> maybe the question there. is, are they using the same? Are they using the same laugh track on the first season as on the ninth season, though, so that it feels like it's still the same exactly. show? I would imagine. Imagine they wouldn't, right? But maybe they do so that it feels like it's still the same show. Like, nothing has changed. Yeah, it's still feels... That's why you <laughs> love it so much. With you yeah. the same. <laughs> Go look at the guest list for the laughter and let's see if there's, like, credits. And those guys are living off of Friends royalties. <laughs> <laughs> they have, like, mansions. That was the main <laughs> mad lady yeah, laugher exactly. on Friends. On that episode where Joey said, Joey doesn't share food, I was the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I imagine that nowadays, wouldn't it be like an algorithm, you know, mixing laughs and whatever to keep it fresh, to always keep it new so that you would never see the difference? Wouldn't that be optimized? Yeah, like thing? a robot laugh. A robot laughing machine. Not a lo- well. <laughs> just it a robot like yeah, it, it uses randomizes it, our laugh. Yeah, yeah, it uses samples and it, it. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. create something that always yeah, feels yeah, different. I'm, sh- and fresh. I'm sure there. I'm sure there is. There's there's the machines that the the music has nowadays. I have drummers like virtual drummers. I'll just set the tempo for a track. So I'll say that this is the speed of it. Yeah. And then I'll choose the drummer, and they they even put it by name, so it's like Chad, and then underneath it has punk. And then it's got a little pad where I go fast, slow, complex, and simple, and it builds the whole drum line. And then I say, I want fills, and it's got a little slider that says fills. So Literally. actually, I, 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 I play like four chords, the most basic four chords, and then I press a button. I have John Bonham there in like three seconds. The computer's done it. <laughs> it's like, ugh. Uh. Yeah, well. So there's a laugh track, uh, software on your computer, and you can select the audience members and how they laugh, with what intensity. Exactly. Shocked yeah. laugh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was naughty. <laughs> I don't know, but it takes away from it, you know, like uh, the Tonight Shows. All that stuff is still filmed in front of a live audience. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can yeah. see them. Yeah. Are they? 
Are they really? I think they are. Well, they're not holograms. They're people. There's a big sign they that interact. shows up in bright lights that says, Applause, ah, okay, you yes. sheep. Yes, no, yes but there this, is a sign. There is a sign. At the same time, they are. it is still a good show. Like I'm watching it at home and I'm laughing, so I wouldn't be surprised to be on the set with all the lights and with the people there and the jokes happening that you kind of swept up in it as well, right? I guess, yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's as hysterical as all that. I think that's kind of the weird thing that all the actors talk about when they say that um, it's weird when you walk onto those things because the lights are on you and you've got, I don't know how many people just staring at you and laughing at everything you say. There's a really cool Anthony Hopkins interview about it where he's on that show and he's just freaking out at the audience like, you're just laughing at anything I'm saying. It just, I'm not, <laughs> it's just confusing. Yeah. I think there's a, a lot of this, those celebrities that they just walk out onto the stage and they don't even have to say anything. Yeah. And just them being there. Is like, yeah. But that's why it's the, the celebrity or like the dream to go on those shows because it's immediate validation for no reason. You just stand out. Like I'm sure if accidentally a grip hand or someone stands out on the stage, like he falls over or something, people will clap and go, <laughs> if they give him an intro and a drum roll, <laughs> now, Terry Williams. <laughs> Nobody knows who this guy is, but now he's on television. Late night TV's a star. So it's just being on that stage. Just being there in those lights. Because everybody's looking like if I were there. <laughs> I think those people that everybody loves, as you were saying, that you know they're on stage, doesn't matter what they say, what they do, everyone loves them, is either because they've achieved a certain iconic status, like... Uh, you know, the old school actors, you know, you know De Niro, Pacino, whoever mm. it's like. Or Sean Connery. Sean Connery, whatever. These people go Peter O'Toole was the best say guy. whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever. And it's just, oh, they're still alive. And yeah. They're so awesome, you know. Yeah. Th that's, that's one level. The other is the, like, more... Um, Pop of the moment star, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they're really, really popular, like uh, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, they're right. They're right. They're right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Very, very popular. He just does whatever he wants, whatever it is. Yeah. And people will go crazy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, that's just, Robin Williams, or actually Leno was talking about it on a, on the Joe Pod podcast the other day. Or like, I don't know, years ago. Anyway, he was talking about it when he was saying that when Robin Williams got to the height of his fame, that he went to see him at a show and, he, and uh, Robin supposedly told him, listen to the set tonight. So he paid attention, watched from backstage and he came out and he asked him, so how do you think it was? And he's like, yeah, it was, it was okay. Mm, he's like, yeah, I, I can't tell anymore. Anything that I go up on that stage and, and say, they, they immediately laugh. They, they just laugh at anything. I can't even tell if what I'm saying is any good or not. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's funny. The, the funny problems of success that we never, you know, right? consider. Oh. <laughs> People love successful. me too much. Yeah, exactly. People love me too much. I don't even know when it's true and it isn't. <laughs> yeah. It's always true. But that's why. It's it's, it's, artists are always it's looking for that extra goes. validation. It's the literal prima donnas. We just walk, we want to walk around and have everybody go, yes, he's here. He's here. He exists. Look at him. Applause. Yes. Presence. Thank you. I am deeply indebted to you, sir, for no reason, but I love you. That's You need that. Or doesn't that happen to you every day? 
Don't you have people walk up to you constantly and applaud you? No? Oh, yes, of course. Applaud you as you walk by. Especially with How the face. How can you I, live? You know, yeah. How are you still alive? Yes. Everybody needs a little applause <laughs> as you walk through the airport. Yeah. I was going to ask something, but it's going to be redundant because you're a musician, so it doesn't matter for you, but, you know... When is the last time a normal person who is not a musician and goes on live gigs, you know, get applause, applause for? When? When was the last time you did something and people applauded it? It's you know, it's not, it's not a common it's rare, thing. It's, it's rare. rare. You did a wedding. I hosted a wedding. Yeah, yeah people. <laughs> yeah. I was in my bathrobe. But, well, <laughs> but, all right, a Jedi but, wedding? Is it a Jedi no, wedding? No, no, no. Dudism. Oh, the, the dude. Dudism. Dude. You're in okay. a Krusty the Clown. Yeah. A Krusty the Clown robe. Robe. Right. Yeah. And they applauded. There you go. They applauded. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. See, I can't live without that. No. <laughs> how do you how do you hold on? <laughs> I get that once in a while when you know we we people you land. clap and you land. <laughs> well, you land and they clap more than that order. Do you get that? Yeah, it still happens. Even in or even on private. I like it. Still it. Happens. Yeah, only on private. Yeah, they they. No, 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 no. I think that happens a lot more. No, on it commercial. definitely happens a lot more yeah. on commercial in the states because you know they're carrying a lot more people. There's more chance there's going to yeah. be a group of people that never flew before, or you know that are really excited that they made it. Yeah, you know so. It's going to happen less in business jets, yeah. but it still does. It still does. So yeah, do you well, feel proud but, but, uh, <laughs> when you land and everybody honest, claps? It's like oh, to yes. be honest, I, I I I don't like it. I understand why it happens, and I don't like it for one reason: is I think they're the passenger who has no experience in flying an airplane is is somehow judging. You're landing <laughs> based on zero knowledge and criteria other than we made it here and this felt good enough, <laughs> right? It's, yeah, but so that, happy no, that's literally land. it. That's, no, they're, they're really happy that the metal box that was magically flying through the sky <laughs> is now on the floor and they haven't erupted in a ball of fire. I, I think that's why that's I love clapping. Applause. It's like, but yeah, you know what? That's, you guys do a much better job like, than what you get credit. For <laughs> there you go, but you'll understand this because you must have, must have felt this on stage at one point or another. Which is, the passenger might the passenger might be clapping and happy, right? But I might have a completely different view on what my landing and my performance on that landing was, as you might have a perfectly different view on what your performance on stage was. Oh yeah, right. And the the audience might be clapping, but at one in some That's way. It's actually pissing me off because I don't agree with why they're clapping. What are you doing with your microphone? <laughs> you don't agree with why they're clapping. No. So these people are clapping at you and you're going, fuck off. No, it's I like, don't agree with what you're doing. It wasn't no. good enough. Exactly. There you go. It wasn't good enough. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean. <laughs> I do. I agree with you, though. You I get it. You people don't know enough yeah. to well, understand you know. that it sucked. Yeah. But it did. That's, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah, it's, it's not true. their fault. It's true. It's true. There are those nights where everybody's walking up and saying, you were amazing yeah. and it was great. And you're like, it wasn't, though. It, it wasn't really wasn't. There you go. Because only you can spot those. Yeah. You know, and you, can, you can't really tell if they're just being nice, like, oh, great job. That was really good. Or if they really believe it. Because, they, you know, it's like... Mm. 
I don't think they can tell these matter. little differences right? that it you notice, right? It doesn't matter. In the end, you were saying you're an applause whore, right? So it doesn't oh, yeah. matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Whichever shape or form it comes, right? <laughs> no, no. Applause needs to be for the right reason. <laughs> I, for, for a long time, I would have said that I would have defended the grunge way of things like, I don't care about that, man. <laughs> but then I took a look at my life and it's like I literally forced myself to go on stage everywhere around people and, and like, blast music at them for three yes. hours and make it all about me and then one applause if i don't get applause it was a bad day it's like oh can you believe it they sat there and did nothing in my presence i failed you can't set the bar too high you know you, you can't expect them to be fainting and throwing lingerie and stuff like that why not <laughs> I saw it on TV once. I think that's normal. It's not that much to ask. <laughs> what are you doing with your mic? I'm trying know. to Ten adjust the position. Ago. Ten minutes ago, he said he was an engineer. We should trust him. I and still he's been fiddling with the mic <laughs> and straddling the, the other part of the mic. Fiddling? He's broken his mic stand. He pulled it off the table. I stand he, by my previous statement. <laughs> You're an engineer. This costs trust a lot of me. money from the taxpayers. Put it back together. Well, from the few engineers that I do know, apparently they do break shit a lot. Before they fix it again, so I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just sitting with the mic in your lap. Oh, right. I've been doing it the wrong way. Now it makes sense. There we go. All back on track. Did you know that if you just lean the microphone against this side as well, it usually works? Like were you unscrewing it instead of screwing it in? Over here. Is that See? what you were doing? You can hear it. This is how talk boxes work. You don't always die from tobacco. You're trying to divert attention from the fact that what you were doing is unscrewing it instead of screwing it in. You know what the worst is? I still don't know if I'm screwing it in. <laughs> Okay, I believe the way it goes, and I learned this from the 70s show, is lefty Lucy, righty tighty. So, there you go. You'd I'm think, you'd think, but I swear to God, this thing defies the laws of physics. Halfway through, it switches. It's like a, I don't know, like a weird Rubik's Cube. Stand. And this is what an engineer says of a screw. A screw. <laughs> I'm not coming off too great it's in like this, the am I? Cube. <laughs> this is clearly the fault of the engineer that built this screw. <laughs> he was not a good engineer. No, no. He, yes. Right, all right, um, all right. We're getting somewhere. And who was it? Was it Archimedes? Isn't it called the Archimedes screw? I don't think he built these, no. These are from Rhodes. Not these. <laughs> was right? it him who came up with the screw? I believe yeah, it was the called the Archimedes screw. Not the screw. Yeah. The Archimedes screw was how to pass water up yeah. from one level to the other by just rotating the screw, screw shape. A yeah. with this shape. But this shape, I believe it was Archimedes that came up with this shape that we use in the screw, this form of spiral... Yeah, so that it pushes the water out, yeah. uh, the wood out when you're screwing it in or exactly. whatever debris. Exactly, exactly. This yeah. shape, I th I'm seeing Archimedes, all of a sudden it's going to be someone else. But that's someone else's yeah, I it's think his you're right. screw, and it's known as his screw. I think yeah. you're right. I yeah. think it is Archimedes. Uh, yeah. I don't know, because it was Archimedes <laughs> also the one that with the lever. 
He had a lot of inventions. Yeah. He wasn't just the one thing. You know, it's uh, like, oh, the dude that did Archimedes screw. But you know what I mean, right? Uh, give <laughs> me a lever and, and I'll move a mountain or the world or something. The idea Maybe. being that, yeah. you know, Was that leverage. Maybe. I think so. I think so. I don't so. know. Because I'm also associating that with Archimedes, but it might not have been. If only we had the power of the internet. Yeah, right. If only we did. But don't, we don't. Don't you have the power of the internet on you? I do. At all, the power of the internet is with me always. There you go. <laughs> and may it be with you. <laughs> yes. Some fact checking. Uh, 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 Wi-Fi here. Oh, Zem Wi-Fi. 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 You have to have to say the password Wi-Fi if you want to a safety issue. <laughs> We might have to change this. Encrypted messages. Yeah. The, I have a question about that though. How uh how like um, successful were the encrypted messages like not i'm not saying like when the nazis or or yeah. even in this in that century like mm-hmm. in the 1700s an encrypted message english by then was already an encrypted language for most people, for most people and you're yeah. sending a code message to somebody that's probably never seen a piece of paper before <laughs> and it's like the rose buds three times it's like Well, I would expect that if you're sending a message to someone, it's someone that will be able to decode the message and not just some <laughs> random peasant that will receive a message. He doesn't know he's a message. I'm sorry, what dark ages are you in? I mean, you didn't have these qualified people just lying about. Half of Europe was dead. Yeah, you might have had them at one point. Ago, there were a few yeah, that's true. monks and noblemen and people Fuss who could read. In the 1700s, yeah, but how much people needed to know how to read. But look at this. Let's no, say, they coded, let's they coded say way back. Way yeah, back, yeah. way back before that, one of the very famous and, and cool uh, coding devices, the that, Codex. Uh, no, but it, it, no, no, it, it's a much simpler thing that you could do, and they probably would teach Boy Scouts and whatever because it's, it's it's really basic. You take any stick, the size of like a broomstick or whatever. You're, what you're going to do is you're going to write a whole bunch of message on a piece of long piece of tissue, right? A whole bunch of stuff, and then you're going to roll it up in a spiral around this stick, and the real message you want to get to the other side. Okay, you're gonna write it while it's rolled on this stick around the stick. What happens is the other person on the other side is gonna have a, a stick with a similar diameter and size and whatever. It's gonna f- unfold it the same way and can read the real message. The other person will just read like a letter jumble with a real message in there somewhere. So they need the same size stick. <laughs> They need to agree on which type of size stick they're using. <laughs> right? Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> Now, this is a whole other problem. <laughs> yes. Boy Scouts debating the size of their sticks. <laughs> Didn't something just happen with the Boy Scouts? Didn't the Boy Scouts of America just declare bankruptcy today? Really? Yeah, um, because of being sued for pedophilia. Sued for, exactly. Yeah, sued child for abuse. A whole Playing bunch with of child abuse. <laughs> Playing with sticks. <laughs> We need to find the right size. How can we know if we don't see them all? We need to try them all. <laughs> yep. 
Your Boy Scouts sound a bit German. There. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, he was in the German Boy Scouts. <laughs> there we go. That explains. That it. was a very brief stint, though. I wasn't German Boy Scout material. You were in no, the German Boy Scouts for a week. A week. <laughs> Where in Germany? Yeah, in he Germany. Gave up. Yeah, he had to shit in a hole. <laughs> they were camping and they took a big hole. That, that was your. That was your final drop. You had to shit in a hole. No, no, but that's the funniest version of it, though. Okay, 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 good. No, they were really cool. I was impressed by what they could do because we got there the first day, and I'd never done anything with Boy Scout related, right? And we get there, and there's a pile of sticks and some canvas and some rope, and they're like, "Right, build your houses." And we're okay. we're eleven and twelve years old, and like children. Some of them are eight and nine, and they're yeah. there. And they just pull out these massive pocket knives and get to work. And by the end of the day, we had like a two-story building with a functioning kitchen and a sleeping area. The dining area was above, so you'd actually climb onto it and sit overhanging the kitchen. And you had like levers to Man, bring these, the pots these were and pans. The German boys, right? Yes. Well, they sang a lot about the <laughs> Vaterland, so <laughs> there were some similarities. Yes, you marched. Well, we we woke up. Uh, we'd wake up every morning at maybe five, and then you'd have to run straight out of bed. Wake up to the sound of like a trumpet or whatever. Out of bed, start running, and then you do a whole exercise routine which ended in church, which was like an hour mass. And then after that, you could go back and you'd have breakfast. And then, okay. yeah, and then the rest of the day would be activities of like... Fondling each other. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with sticks. Well, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say canvassing the area, but you've made that a bit. <laughs> canvassing the area. The terrain. The terrain. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. And and the the uniform? The uniform was it? What I imagine Boy Scouts are, or the German one is more. I don't know? remember using a uniform, so really? I don't know if it wasn't mandatory or if I if it was and I didn't use one, or if I used one and I just blocked it out. Okay. <laughs> but I don't I don't right. think uniforms and I don't go don't 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 have a good history together. So I doubt I was wearing like a uniform. Okay. Because yeah. German Boy Scouts, I was imagining. I don't know. Yeah, leather hose and whatever. No, that no. would have been great. Right, that would have been awesome. No, I think it was. I just took you know trousers and trunks. I was prepared for it. My mother took me okay. shopping before we went, and she got me all the camping gear and everything. And it was. It's actually the. I'm amazed at how independent they let you be there because they give you axes and shit, and you're allowed to go chop things. Like my cousin was there the yeah. year before, and he's two years younger than me. And he just, when he went there, he just grabbed the axe and went off to, into the woods and started just whacking at shit. <laughs> and they're like building their house and doing activities. Like, Bruno, stop, no, you can't be right. doing that. And he's just in his own world. <laughs> and they love him for it. He was like a legend when I went there. He's Every a real wild man. Because yeah, they're, you know, the strict rules. They're like doing what you're supposed to and making the most effective house because there's a point system and all of this. And then you've well, got... Obviously, you're building a house. There has to be some... Oh, Yes. Well, yeah. well, and then you've got one of your teammates is out whacking weeds and trees with an axe, and it's like a nine-year-old kid, and yet there's no concern. It's like, yep, yeah, you you can do that. 
Yeah, but that's cool because of course I love it. If, if you're a kid and you learn this shit from a, from a young age, yeah, right. There's no problem. You're used to it. Yeah, this is how it used to be done. Well, right? if, so if, it's fine. If you know what it is, then you can. You, it's not a mystery anymore. You you exactly. learn how to handle it, and you understand. Right, this is sharp. This is heavy. This is what yeah. it weighs. I can't pick it up. I can't do this. Although swinging at stuff like weeds and whatever yeah. is the first thing you're gonna do. Of course. And I don't. I'm not so sure that's such a childish thing. I think if you're a grown up and you haven't done it and they give you this sword that's what you're still gonna do if you're a 40 year old man oh trust me I know I know yeah uh, actually yeah (laughs) Pedro Freire lent me his sword from the Lord of the Rings oh you acted stuff with that of course that How a, can you have that sword? If I don't see Pedro Ferreira, let it be said here. That is an awesome, awesome, awesome replica sword. Right? Beautiful. It beautiful thing. Insane. Insane. It's awesome. And how can you have that in your living room? And you walk in, and it's any corner you put it in, it, it immediately looks like a magically placed quest item that's just perfectly lit. Yeah, it does. Any angle that you walk in, it's like... It's an ah! artifact. Yeah. So, of course, you get there in the morning, and... Ah! And immediately you're possessed by the power. You mm, wake up yes. in the morning and you pull out your sword. Of course. <laughs> I yes. unsheathe my blade. <laughs> but you know, you do feel powerful holding a big sword, don't you? Of course. Yes, right? That's why I would take it around town yeah. with me if it weren't such an inconvenience. <laughs> I feel powerful holding a kitchen knife. True. <laughs> Very true. Big chopping yes. knife, that know? I just feel psychopathic. <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen like knife is the a bit of a different vibe. It's like I'm going well, to murder someone. The, psych- yeah. the psycho scene and the you know and all the there slasher movies made that happen. It's always the kitchen knife they use. So Exactly. It gave it that yeah. I don't think the kitchen knife is very fun for killing, though. Like, it, it's really smooth to go in. Well, if, if you're killing for fun, then no. Then the kitchen <laughs> Why else knife... would you do it? Hang on, let's reverse to the expert in these matters. <laughs> David, please tell us what killing for fun is like. Well... Here's the thing. If you're, if you're killing... He's the one who suggested that it was too easy with a kitchen knife. And yeah, you're right. It's going to do small punctures that go in and out really easily. That, that, like if you're angry and you want to damage someone... If you, you want to damage, you want a serrated it's Rambo like, insane yeah, you, knife. You want a hammer, you know, or a... Oh, I watched the... A the, hammer. The Tarantino movie. Brad Pitt throws a can into yes. the girl's face. That scene Oh, that can scene. It's epic. the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood scene. Yeah. Best scene of the movie. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. can in the face is, that is so that is, unexpected. It is. It is. But but the truth is, a can in the face thrown properly by a guy <laughs> with a good pitching arm like he has, you're done. You're not out. You need to be a guy like him. Well, if a girl threw a can at your face. If a girl threw a can at your face, or, or me for that matter. I might not hit your face, so that that's, that that is the issue with throwing, you know. Aim aside. And it'll it'll be Aim like aside. someone. Yes. It'll be like someone dropped a can on you. It's like no, oh, like uh, in the face. A in can the fa- even if it's in the face, it's just like a. Uh, what the a, hell? A one kilogram can, right? One yeah. kilo of beans or whatever. Yeah, that's right? a heavy can. That's a heavy can. Yeah. You, I'm saying because that's the size the can looks in the movie. Oh no, that can would have been like 250 grams or something. The like one that. you threw? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It, it looks like a small can of dog food. It's like a, a one kilo can of beans is like a big yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. That's the size I was thinking. Yeah, okay. I, I think the one he throws so he is like a little... Or... Yeah, because he has it like in his hand and he's just right. playing around with it and he just goes... Bah. Like a can of... 
Just like a it can of corn food. or a can of sausages or what are those? He was small. feeding his dog. Yeah, but how much would you say? It's like a half no, a, no, half a kilo half or seven fifty maybe. You think that much? It was a big can. Yeah, but anyway, it's a big dog. It's a cool yeah. dog in this movie. Yeah, but we were talking about this yesterday, and by that scene. The amount of little details that trigger that you're that, that are going on in your mind, like when they invade, you're thinking he smoked the acid cigarette. His dog right. is trained to not do anything until he does yeah. the thing. He's yeah. tripping bulls. These guys are coming at him. They're gonna they're gonna tear him apart, right? All these things are are going through your mind, and yet it just erodes. You're expecting it to go wrong. Exactly. You just have no clue how wrong it's yeah. gonna go. And it, That's it, it was the beauty of how Tarantino did it. Yeah, it's it's. What's going on? Ah, okay. um, thank you very much. <laughs> Must have a refill. Yes. But the, the, the best, the way that you can tell that he's such an awesome movie oh. maker is that, is that you, you didn't really know that you knew those details until that last scene. Until then, there were just things, scenes in a movie like all other movies have. Yeah. But he brings them back to you so vividly when before they they even become relevant right you're already worried about these things that you didn't even know were relevant to the movie you know what he did in that scene with the if you remember the dog the dog food can there's a scene where he shows it's really slowly with the you know dog food slurping out really slowly and into then the bowl yeah. into the bowl right yeah and you can perfectly see the brand the name of the brand and whatever I was actually expecting it, since he loves tying things together, but obviously he's tying it with his universe and not the one I wanted. But I was expecting the can to be the can from Mad Max, the uh, Winky D, Winky D dog food. You okay. know what I'm talking no. about? No, I don't. Ah, sorry. No, it's all right. <laughs> oh, well. Don't remember it. <laughs> oh, well, the, there you go. It was well. the dog food from Mad Max. <laughs> A lot of people would know. And a little bit of culture has just died here tonight. (laughs) Uh, But Mad Max, the original movies? Yeah. Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson, yeah. I I think the only time I saw those, I was like 10 years old. I don't really remember. Right. I was with Johnny the other day, and uh, I went to pick up my brother from school. Yes. And I, I've got the radio fixed so he can hook up his, his phone and stuff. And I said, put some music on that you like. So he started showing me all the rap and, and all the things that he's <laughs> yeah. showing. Like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. And all of a sudden he turns to me and he says, uh, he says do you know Eminem? Like, I've heard of him. <laughs> what do you mean, do I know Eminem? Do you know Eminem? Exactly, you can't say that. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. The 10-year-old asking me if I know Eminem. Yeah. I mean, I, I think of myself as having a pretty alternative musical style, but I start to think that in Johnny's eyes, I'm like this classical music freak yep. that's listening to Bach before you understood no, anything no, about you, it, you know? This is when you stop that. You start showing him good music before <laughs> yeah. it's too late. Well, Because he's got his whole teenage years ahead of him, right? That's your formative years in terms of music. Yeah, I'm sure, right? Yeah, of course, of course. So you still have a lot of time. I'm not saying to change his taste, but to at least imprint some really good stuff that you know is good, right? Yeah, of course. In there, you know, you know, give him a few clues. I agree. Some some Nirvana, some uh, whatever. No chance. I think it's no, but honestly, I (laughs) think it's time. I think it's time again. I can see him rocking out to jumping up and down. No, he he seems like he has a lot of extra energy. I think it's time (laughs) that I try again because, to be honest, I tried once before when he was young. I, I was listening to Pink Floyd in my room. 
Yeah. And I had the vinyl player hooked up and everything. So he was coming up the stairs and he's like, oh, do you mind if I come and listen to music with you? I'm like, of course, come on, sit down and sit next to me. So he sits down and we're listening to Echoes. And halfway through Echoes, there's those really creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Echoes has he quite got a few moments. scared shitless and ran away because he's maybe seven uh, at this point. So this is Johnny. Johnny, yeah. yeah. So it was like, ah, okay, I might have scarred him for life there. <laughs> so I decided I'd give him a little bit more, and but maybe it's time to show him the the good stuff. You know, yeah, 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 maybe. A friend of mine just sent me a video the other day of her kid rocking out to Nirvana. So there you go. Yeah, I think he knows Nirvana. I think that's hit him. The um. Yeah, it's just a like an awakening that happens at everybody at a, a different age where you find something you're really into. I think he's found it in hip hop now, uh, yeah. but I can tell that it's still, you know, he's he's still gonna really get into one eventually. There's gonna I guess, be something. I, I mean, like. I mean <clears throat> all teenagers go through the, you know, teenage angst yeah, phase, and yeah. you know, not understanding the world or accepting or fitting in or whatever, right? So pretty much all teenagers, at some point, there's a lot of accumulated rage, which in, in my case, I think, you know, that's what Nirvana and that all exactly. the and metal bands helped with. Yeah. You, you had something to vent. Exactly. You know, you, you, listen, you listen to a couple of Metallica albums or Nirvana or whatever in your room, jumping up and down and I'm not going to say thrashing your room because your parents won't be too happy, but you know, <laughs> well, whatever. he can trash it, but he's keeping it as it is afterwards. It's like, it's not my fault your bed's broken. Now you sleep on it. You shouldn't have broken it. Yeah, you I would have had I didn't break your bed to pay for my bed again. So, uh, what do you mean again? That. that is your bed. <laughs> what again? You're not getting another bed. We gave you a bed. You broke it. Tough. You want a, you want a bed? You fix that one. You build it yourself again. <laughs> Get another go. bed. What do you think? And the bed fairy is just going to come and give uh, beds to people. Yeah. There no, 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 no. I I had a. Uh, a bed that snapped in half at a certain point. <laughs> While you were sleeping on it. <laughs> Still stayed and slept on it. Yes. The side of the headboard broke. And so the, his head was basically on the floor and his feet were in the air. And he kept sleeping. <laughs> I left in the morning and he, it was when it broke. I came back in the afternoon. He was still there. All the head now, did it break because it was old or did it break because it was getting way too much use? Uh, I think it was just. I crap. think it was. Yeah, it was. Just it was just old. It was an <laughs> yeah. old bed. I don't think we've ever had like. New it wasn't. Beds. It wasn't getting any use then. It, it, we were. It, I was sharing a room with my brother and Susie ah. at the time, and it was like my bed, and then my brother was on a mattress right next to mine, and on Susie was on like an unfoldable couch <laughs> at the at the base of both beds, and ah. Uh, 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 what will one day be known on Wikipedia as the early years. Yeah. <laughs> the early years. Right? Oh, yeah. No, those, those are the woe years. <laughs> woe had me. Uh, that's so good. Yeah. Well, that, I was in Etik, actually. Right? Yeah, those were the early years. I was in Etik. I would have been in Scalibrated. 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 We, yeah, you're, you're looking back on that, that, was, that really was a terrible name. Was it ska punk or just ska? <laughs> it was supposed to be ska, but by the end of it, it was going into reggae, like slow reggae. Really? And I had started off as the drummer, and I liked rock. 
exactly. And then, I was going to say, that's not the, the progress I would imagine. Exactly. For you. Well, the, the thing is, I, I, I started off as a humble drummer, as a person <laughs> that was happy to think, I'm just going to sit in the back. <laughs> I'll drum. Exactly. I'll just drum. What, you I, know, just I looked drum. at Ringo and said, I get you. I want to, <laughs> I, I understand it. Right. But then I said, I'll sing. Well, uh, we didn't have a singer at the time. It was me, Sola, and Ricardo Almeida when it started, a friend of ours. We didn't have a singer at the time, so I said, right, I, you know, I've got some ideas for what you're playing. I'll just sing until we get a singer. I'll play the drums in the meantime. And they liked me singing, so they said, look, we found a guy that's really good at the drums. Like, wow, thanks. So we're going to get him to play drums, and uh, but you can play bass because we need a, a bass player. And I'm like, I don't know anything about the bass, but I know a little bit of guitar. Yeah. I'll, I'll go into the bass. And eventually they came over and they said, right, we found a really good bass player, so now you're just the lead singer. I'm like, I got into this band, into this ska band to be the drummer. And all of a sudden I'm the lead singer. And you can see videos of me then. I'm just waving my arms around like an idiot because I don't know what they're supposed to be doing. It's the... Uh, you could have kept your drumsticks as an homage yeah, to your previous position. And just, uh, Liam Gallagher. Know, I could have. Well, what I decided was, look, I'll just I'll get a guitar. And like that, at least right. I'm doing something. I don't even have to do much. It's At least let me pretend like I'm... I'm up to more than just standing here because I have zero stage presence. It's not like I'm Eddie Vedder climbing the, the things and hanging from the ceiling. I'm a very static person. Yes, you're more <laughs> of an Eric Clapton kind there of person. There you presence. go. I, I, yeah, there yes. you go. Yeah. Yes. Take too much heroin, puke on stage. And pass <laughs> yeah, there you go. That sounds like me. <laughs> So, well, you can't afford heroin yet, but you can puke on stage for free and pretend you have the heroin. You know, like people did in the in the, in the eighties, pretend pretending they had phone, you know, cell phones in their cars, and they would pretend because it was a, a status symbol. You do the same on stage. You puke, pretend, pretend you're on heroin. Have. Exactly. You I, I'll get you're it out of the so way. Successful, you're on heroin, and that will definitely create a vibe, and people will start talking about it. You know, they start talking, I, I, you got to watch this guy quickly because he, he might die soon. Yeah. He's on heroin. You know? And then right. people will probably come and give you heroin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's yeah. on heroin. You know if what? you're a healthy vegetarian, they know him. they can watch your show 50 years from now. You know, he's a vegetarian. Yeah. You know he runs. He's healthy. <laughs> we don't need to rush. I we honestly, can watch him later. I honestly have to thank you guys. I mean, I'd never considered getting into heroin before, but I mean, thank you. This really, wow. this really enlightened me and showed me the way. I mean, I can, I can get free heroin now. Well, listen, this is great. It's all about putting out good advice, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, people know a little bit more about the right knives to kill for fun, right? <laughs> a little bit more about which drugs to use in order to get more fans. Yeah, that's <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's true. John Cleese's new tour, last tour before I die. Yeah, yeah. yeah and exactly. I want to watch it. I'm how scared. ironic! Oh, of course, of course. I'm sorry, but how ironic is it that it's his tour called "Last Tour Before I Die," and we buy the tickets and like a week later, one of them yep. drops dead, and it's yeah. like, oh shit. Maybe he's onto something. Maybe yeah. he knows. It could happen. Maybe he knows. But, but do you have the physical ticket? Uh, I think so. Because yeah. even if the, the whole thing, right? Let's hope it doesn't happen. But even if Cleese dies before you go and watch the show, you have the ticket for his last show that you never got to watch. You know, you, you got a story around that ticket. Right. At least. Right. I'd rather get my money. <laughs> get it back. <laughs> really? You get it back. If John Cleese died... And and I had a I ticket to. I would keep the ticket because the ticket with the story is more valuable to me than the fifty euros or whatever you paid for the how many, for the show that you didn't watch. All right, how much would you pay for the Michael Jackson tour tickets that he never got to do? 
Not much because I don't care about Michael Jackson, but I do. I like his music, but I wouldn't. How much would you pay for a used ticket? That used ticket. How much would you pay for it? I wouldn't. Let's say even if you would, it's a used ticket, like 30 bucks, because there's a lot of them, right? It's yeah. a sold out show and he's doing four nights and right. several countries. So ah, maybe you're right. going to get five bucks out of this thing. You're right, it you're cost right. me it's 90 not, bucks. I'm, yeah. I want my money back. It's man. not the show John Cleese died and it was exactly. canceled. It was a whole, bu- a whole, the whole tour. A lot of, okay, exactly. Got it. Got exactly. It. If it were the only show or if like he died on stage. If he died on stage on my show, Stop then you're saying that John Cleese is going to die. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm he said really it first. Here now. <laughs> he said it first. No. He said it first. No. I'm not no, saying no, no. anything. None of us wants that. We all, right? <laughs> of course not. We love the man, right? It will yeah. be a sad day. It, it will. Sad, it will sad, be a sad, sad day when sad John day. Cleese dies. Exactly. And, and it, I, was sad. It, was, it was sad just the other day when one of the Pythons died. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. But he wasn't John Cleese. <laughs> I know. It's, I'm just I know, saying what still. everybody's thinking. <laughs> I like, know, the of Python course, died. Of Who? Who? Not John Cleese. Okay. Yeah, not John Cleese. <laughs> the but, other dude. But yeah, but the other dude you still associate with a few characters in, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. in Holy Grail and Life of Brian. He was yeah. in all of them. But you know, he's the mother in the Life of Brian, isn't he? Mother of Brian. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So yeah. all of them. But that's the that's the thing about. The, the older generation, the, the people that we looked up to and, and yeah. really admire in everything, in music, in acting, in comedy, they're all dying. Yeah. And what you'd expect to be replacing them would be this new generation of, you know, awesome, or at least, you know what I mean, right? <laughs> I and we're being left mean. with like, oh, fuck, what? Yeah. Charlie Chaplin wrote Smile. You know that song, right? So yeah. independently of what he was in the movie business... He's then got that song that still you hear it nowadays and it, it, re- it resonates, right? Yeah. And there's this, this power in art that was always present and now all of a sudden everything that's here, it's like, where the fuck did it go? Mm. So, but I think that the good thing is that these old guys are dying because then mediocre people get to take the <laughs> stage and that makes my chances go up astronomically. Oh, your numbers game. Exactly. Right. See, now I don't have to be like a Charlie oh. Chaplin or an Eddie Vedder. I can just be the meh guy. But did you, did who else is there? Because all the good guys are dead. Exactly. Can we go see Pearl right. Jam? No. We can see this guy, though. And no, we can't go, but we do have Layover. Uh-huh. They like Pearl Jam. <laughs> Perfect evening. <laughs> exactly. They liked him. They like Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. The band celebrating mm-hmm. that Eddie Vedder's dead so that they can get on stage. <laughs> we used to love him. We're much happier that he's dead now, though. Yeah, we well. get to play his slot. Don't say that. There's so many few left. Exactly. Don't say you're, that. You're putting a very negative spin on all of this because it could be seen as a silver lining, right? Instead of looking at the bad thing that this person is gone and we love them and now we're going to miss him and they won't make any good, good music. The silver lining is you have layover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or whatever. The passing yeah. of the exactly. torch. The passing the of the involuntary of the passing of the torch. It isn't. It's if you true. have the torch, you're dying with it. Yeah. You're not gonna, you're clubbing people well, away you're, from you. You're not gonna <laughs> die with a torch. Like some guy's gonna come and take it from you, but it's like you're an old feeble man on the ground and yeah, you're like, gonna try to die. Man's with just it. gonna come and t- or even if you're normal, like right now, imagine if you had the torch, some guy's gonna walk and take it and you're just gonna go, Oh, I want that back. <laughs> so you can't have it. Uh, oh, well. Never again. Yeah. We've been passing torches around for a long time for some strange reason. Right? Yeah. 
right? I mean, yeah. right now, there's some guy around the world passing the fucking torch for uh, Tokyo 2020. Yeah. Right now, right? Yeah. They do it. Uh, That's right, yeah. Right? They keep running around the world and it passes from Does it never athlete stop? to athlete. I think it never stops. I never really understood if, if you know, the Olympics end and the flame starts moving for four years until the next Olympics... Or if the Olympics end, that flame is extinguished and then a new one for the new Olympics is lit at some point and then it starts moving. The thing is, I only start hearing about it about one year before the Olympics. Yeah. But that might be because that's only when they start reporting it when and people, people interested, get interested yeah. or what, or whatever. Four years. So, four years to go. Four years to see these people yeah. move around. It's still going to be a huge honor for whoever the hell, you know, gets to hold it because not a lot of people do. Well, All right. <laughs> I wish I were the flame. You know, less But people do it than people can buy cabbage. I right? I'm There's sorry. There's a lot more people that have access to cabbage to the Olympic torch. So, it, you know. But no, no. Circles, but you think you that. you got a huge story to tell. You think that, but it isn't true. I'm sorry. But there are certain objects where I just don't get it anymore. Yeah, you, you'd get more impressed with this flame than with a cabbage, okay, right? Well, just for a Everybody second. has fire. I have fire in my pocket, I know, right? And I do, if I pass you a Later, there isn't a fucking ceremony with fireworks like I oh, pass the flame. No, It's like why not a cabbage? Maybe it would But promote veganism. <laughs> Does that really need more promoting? No, but isn't it is it time like for another plug for so Skywater. Mainstream now, isn't it? Veganism and eating kale and seaweeds saw, and stuff i saw a news thingy about uh uh there were they were putting this thing the article was about this vegan climber that decided she was going to climb everest and i think she died that of altitude sounds, sickness uh, uh, or something like that it was it was some weird thing or pneumonia or, or it was some weird thing She just died. She, she well, people it's it's Everest. It's Everest. Yeah. People, of people die. Not. Of course yeah. they do. But yet, obviously, all the newspaper headlines were now: "See, vegans can't climb Everest. Look at this vegan that well, tried to see, climb, and, and with, she died." And it's yeah. like that has nothing to do with it. No, yeah. of course. Well, well. Okay, here's the thing. It might have. We just don't know. That's the that's the whole point of the scientific method, which the journalists who reported this bullshit just wanted to make a story, right? Yeah. The scientific method would, would be: we're going to send like ten uh, different vegans up there, all at the same time, all in the same physical shape, and we're going to see, compare them to ten non-vegans, all in the same conditions, right? And then you can start to say, okay, vegans are maybe weaker. Because of whatever, or they're actually fucking stronger because they eat this way and they can deal with lack of oxygen or whoever the hell knows, you know. But what those journalists reported is just bullshit. Yeah, yeah right. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Anyway, I've kind of hijacked the Pedro Biggio show. So <laughs> I'm, right. I'm going to have a cigarette. I was noticing that a while ago. <laughs> the Pedro Biggio show. I'm sorry. Show. There's no hijacking here. I'm sorry. I, uh, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. You just want to go smoke. Yeah. Yeah, we can take it in turns. When he comes back, yeah, again. sure, it's not a problem. I can, <laughs> I can hold it. I've heard it's not good for me. Smoking, yeah. <laughs> that was almost. That was almost on cue. You did it on. <laughs> what have you done now? I don't know what that. Is. He's not done anything. Oh, that's like a mysterious thriller. Huh? <laughs> Laughter. Clapping. Applause. 
I don't know, magical spring, <laughs> you know, magical sprinkles of some sort. I don't know what that sound is, <laughs> right? I think that sound is magical best described as right, magical yeah. sprinkles. <laughs> These sound effects are fun. Yeah, just don't overdo them. Or I'll hit you. <laughs> it's gonna start getting real old real soon. Well, this is a talk show. I can do it every thirty seconds. Let's but cut yeah. the commercial. I can go outside and smoke, <laughs> and it'll be some sort of a, <laughs> a stand-up monologue from yeah. Pedro Biju. I don't think I'm that strong yet. I don't uh, think I could do a monologue. <laughs> monologues are complicated. <laughs> no. the truth is monologues are not that complicated because the truth is you know we end up doing a lot yes. with ourselves at home they become complicated when you're doing on you know for an audience doing it with yourself is rather easy i guess i do it every day right yes yeah. well, doing a monologue is really easy when you're angry if you're angry right. you can rant ranting right. yes yeah. ranting I'm not sure it's really easy for everyone, but it does come very easily <laughs> to me. <laughs> I usually try to hold it in. <laughs> so, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ranting. <laughs> but it's very cathartic. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's like, like, the, you know, like the music I was saying before. It, it, you let it out. Yes, yes. It feels better. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't think it is good for you to keep it in. Like, people need to hear it and no. you need to let it out. Okay, it's very simple. What is it good to keep in? Think, is there anything? Is there any situation where you should be trying to keep something in that makes it better for you? Puking while driving. But that's because they're like going to make a mess of the car, but as soon as you puke, you'll feel better, right? Well, you might but frankly, if I absolutely had to, while driving, you just open the window and let it rip while you drive. Right, you like a bit of stunt work you, with your head out the window, a bit of a Ace Ventura kind of thing going on there. <laughs> you don't even pull over; you just keep driving. <laughs> you keep driving and keep going. And if it goes wrong and you have an accident, you went out in a kind of a blaze of glory. <laughs> Imagine if they found that car with you dead. You all over the entire car. <laughs> They're going to be wondering. <laughs> They're going to be trying to investigate and figure out how, how is this person dead, but somehow the entire car has puke all over it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> A trail of puke. <laughs> On the road as well. They're like, okay, this is where the car lost control. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spaghetti. He clearly had spaghetti for lunch. <laughs> they will know, right? The, when they do the autopsy, they always check out what you have for lunch, yeah. right? Yeah. Never know if you can find a key in there or something. <laughs> a <Yeah>. hidden note. <laughs> a hidden note. Oh, that would be a good one. You know, you kill yourself, but you swallow the suicide note before. Right. Just to see how, you know, how thorough the coroner is. You get a really shitty one. Nobody ever reads it. <laughs> exactly. No one will ever know. <laughs> exactly. They won't even know you killed yourself. You write your whole manifesto on the inside of your stomach, and then the coroner doesn't bother to check. Nothing. <laughs> like, all that time. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. That, 
I don't want to be doubting people here in their, you know, <laughs> <laughs> their professionalism. But <laughs> I think if people fuck up on their jobs while they're being watched and monitored constantly. Hang on, hang on, why did you say if? <laughs> no, I'm assuming it's 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 a kind of rhetorical if. Uh, okay. It's pretty much assumed. Does. Exactly. Yeah. So everyone screws up and fucks up at their job in some way and they're usually not alone. They're usually monitored. There's people around checking what they're doing. If you're the coroner and you're, you know, opening open opening open <laughs> opening corpses in the middle of the night alone. I'm guessing they're going to skip on some rules and some stuff, right? I'm guessing it's going to go, oh, nobody's watching. This guy's dead. Who cares? Right? He's fine. He's fine. Let me play Candy Crush, you know, eat my sandwich. You probably don't have that guy like, oh, I really like doing autopsies. So even though that guy's done it, I'm going to do it too. Just to yeah. double check. I mean, I don't know. The thing is with, with the people, with cor is it coroners, they do, do autopsies, right? I think. I don't know. Medical geist in Portuguese. Anyway, probably yeah. That profession, the guys that do the autopsies, I have a tendency, but I, I'm sure it's for lack of knowledge of exactly how this goes. But I have a tendency to think that they are like the people that didn't get picked for the best jobs in medicine didn't want to go for, you know, more difficult things like brain surgery or something, because if 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 it's not that. If it's not that, and they're actually the people who are fascinated about desiccating corpses, like I was when I was a kid about being a pilot, yeah. and it's like, this is what I really want to do. I always wanted scary. to open people yeah. up and see what's inside and figure out how they died. It's a lot scarier than thinking that they're just the people who aren't good enough to do other kind of medicine. And I'm, and I'm sure somewhere out there, there are some who are awesome, or a lot of them are awesome at it, and chose it for reasons that I don't understand <laughs> or aren't socially acceptable. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of that. Right? <laughs> Because there's a lot of fingering something. going on there. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not something that must be easy to come to if that really is your thing. Imagine you're a parent. Yeah. And your kid is turning, you know, 13 or whatever, starting to think about what the hell he wants to do. And he starts coming up with conversations, what I really want to do. <laughs> what will. I'm really into is dissecting <laughs> corpses. You know, you want to encourage your kids, right? You want to go, okay. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. I'll help you practice. There's a hobo down the road. <laughs> But you're going to be a little bit worried. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. This was completely pointless, but there you go. <laughs> Boobs without nipples are pointless. <laughs> Only. That, that is so good. That, that one is so silly, but so simple, and it always works. <laughs> The key is simplicity, always. Yeah. <laughs> I think the key metric in my life to, to knowing whether it's still worth being alive yeah. is do I still find my fart funny? <laughs> okay. As long as, <laughs> okay. as, long yes. as I can still laugh at my own fart, But then I'm see, good. When it comes to farts, I think, <laughs> and I know we've had this conversation before at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> But I think there's, there's, there's fart people and there's non-fart people. Clearly. And I can see I can see how a fart can be funny. I can. But 
<laughs> but it's very rare and it's a lot less times than you people think it's funny. <laughs> I can see it as an almost masterstroke of genius if you, if you have the balls to do it in an elevator full of people right before you leave. Then you have the crown, you know. You'll get a medal for it. But yeah. usually... <coughs> I'm, I'm not, no, <laughs> I'm not there, I'm not there, maybe, maybe also influenced by the fact that I can't really fart on command like you people seem to be able to, <laughs> so, so it was never really my thing. <laughs> not the type of guy to be alone on your couch and fart and just... <laughs> not really, oh, no. It stinks. Not really. Not really. But I end up not getting too bothered by it because I don't get most of the stink. I have a very... <laughs> very inefficient sense of smell for some reason. And no... <laughs> It would need to be something decomposing for me to notice. It's decomposing. And there have been farts that I have noticed. <laughs> so when that happens, I know it must have been, you know, really serious. bad. Really bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, aren't we grown up talking about farts? <laughs> I think it's important. Yeah, it is. It it's is. important to be able to still keep in touch with the simple things in life. True. The simple things. <laughs> this is how we got here. The simple things, right? Right. But it is. It yeah. is about the simple things. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Simplicity yeah. is the key. Or at least it's the key <laughs> The key I'm sticking to right now. <laughs> yeah. But it, there, there is something to it. Like you, when you're that guy in the elevator, and you just rip one out right before you leave everybody in the When cloud. you can do that and just don't care, <laughs> enjoy it, and feel no guilt whatsoever. You have certainly achieved some right. level of either some That's level like of shit. spiritual enlightenment or douchery <laughs> or douchery, however. Both, but, both. But you've achieved some level for sure. It's not arrogance, it's confidence. Yeah. <laughs> Another fine line. <laughs> there are plenty. Yeah. <coughs> you have to wait. Right, you get into the elevator in front of everybody else and you wait until the door closes. And as soon as the door is closed, you can't press the door to open, then you let it rip. Yeah, yeah. I've never done that. I don't think I ever will. Uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah. Even just, you know, the, that thing you see on sitcoms and whatever where you're about to leave the, um, leave the elevator, the lift, and you go through... All the numbers, just yeah. swipe two fingers down, all of them, yeah. and you light them all up and leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I've did you that. ever do that? Yeah, You've yeah, done yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. I've done that. You've done that. And yeah. you did you look back to see reaction? Did you just walk away? You know, walk, walk away in slow motion while everything, while everything blew up behind you? <laughs> <laughs> no, usually it was when I was younger. So, But also here the buildings aren't that tall. So you don't really have... True, you got four, like, like yeah, four yeah, floors. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to stop twice. You, know, you got four floors and I think most of the elevators don't even do that, right? No. They don't no, have no, the no, memory no. to go through all no, the no, floors. 
stores at the same time, like in a skyscraper. Yeah, they yeah. only like uh, shopping centers, or, right? Uh, you know, Fancy elevators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all elevators. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of fa Bruno's favorite place to fart is the escalator. <laughs> You're going up. The it's escalator. going away from you, the, and, and their the face, face, their face is right at the right level. The escalator is a good place. <laughs> the escalator is a pretty good place if you want to take revenge on the innocent. <laughs> Nobody is innocent when it comes to farts. <laughs> yeah. Any place that you hang out where there's a lot of humans, it smells like shit. <laughs> You see, <laughs> if you're an environmentalist, you'd be finding some way to hold it in. <laughs> That's what you can do for your country. Recycle. <laughs> Recycle. Recycle, man. Recycle. Uh, the past two or three days, I've been reading a lot about recycling. For one, you know, everyone's going nuts over plastic, right? But the thing, the thing that I read that really pissed me off was I saw a picture One of these, you know, someone sends you one of these pictures on WhatsApp or whatever. And it was a picture here in Portugal, right, of the garbage truck that picks up the, the recycled materials from those huge dumps that are usually three of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Glass and paper recycling. and uh, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so the truck is picking this up and it's next to a building and whoever was on the top floor could see the, 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 the you know, The, the bus from above, yeah, yeah, the yeah, truck yeah, from yeah. above, could right? See could see it and, and it's open on top. Yeah, it is one container. Yeah. They're taking three things. They're not separating. They don't give a fuck. They're putting it all back together. This image really pissed me off. Right, I thought maybe it's doctored. Maybe it's just a joke. Maybe it was a one case scenario where, you know, the, the regular truck that is, has the, you know, the devices inside or whatever is broken. Yeah. Know? I go and look it up and start reading, and no, this is how it's mostly done. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. The, 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 from what I've read, from what I've read, and I think I've been reading stuff that looks real. Credible. Credible. You know, the sites aren't trying, trying to sell me pills to enlarge my dick or whatever, so it looks <laughs> slightly credible. And the thing is... It, it seems that most of the, this recycling collection they're getting, they get it, they throw it in a dump, it's usually transported to a third world country where they are going to dispose of it the wrong way. They either burn it or bury it. There is a percentage that is actually being recycled, right? Yeah. But most of the countries in Europe, and certainly not the US, don't have the capacity to recycle the amount of Yeah. material that is being, you know, sent and separated. So what they end up doing is they will recycle this, which what I saw was like around 10% of what we're actually separating ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And the rest just goes in the dumpster like it used to. So it is yeah. mostly about you feeling better about doing something yeah. when you're not actually doing anything because your government is mostly just taking all this crap and sending it to China and Malaysia and the Philippines And they are burying it or burning it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And that is what usually pisses me off about most environmentalists. Is they don't know this shit and they feel so happy. Oh, because I separate the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. Figure out what, is, what makes a real difference. Because what you're doing is only making yourself feel better. Which yeah. is the selfish thing you were saying before. <laughs> okay. Time for my cigarette. You guys enjoy. Yes.
I'm back. Commercial time. Commercial time. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to welcome one of our most recent sponsors to the show. It is actually a, a brand new company coming directly from Kenya. It is the Life Straw. You may think it's the same thing that Bill Gates was giving, but it isn't really. It's just a field tracheotomy kit that you can sponsor for people in Kenya that need it urgently. In the case they need an urgent tracheotomy. Exactly, exactly. And this is sterilized. It was uh, overlooked and overseen by professionals in the tracheotomy area. Professional engineers. Exactly. All of the tubes from the tracheotomy kit are environmentally friendly. No plastic. It was very important. There are <laughs> the, the one of the issues was that there were splinters at the beginning because of the material that we were using. But eventually, it's like yeah, it's okay. It's uh, it, it's just as long as you take care of the infection, it'll be fine. So we gave some some. There's a little bit of alcohol in the tracheotomy kits. So yeah, the Kenyan company uh, was Life Straw. Life <laughs> <laughs> Clear water. Yeah. <laughs> so far, these fantastic companies that will are definitely changing the world for for the better. I think. Yeah. Definitely for the better. Yeah. What's the the the, the lowest uh, life expectancy? Was it Ethiopia? Right. It's like thirty or thirty. No, it's not that low. It can't be that low. I don't know, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me. It, um. It, it, it's a tricky thing whenever it comes to life expectancies because at least from my point of view, you everywhere you go, you've at least got one fucker that's 80. Or, or the, <laughs> he's not 80, he's 30. He just looks 80. <laughs> he, he's the shaman, the wise man who has been alive for eons. He is 24. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it depends. But I would imagine, yeah, some of those countries it might get to... The, like, can we Google lowest life expectancy? Country with the lowest life expectancy. You can Google it. I think I'm dropping things all the time, but anyway. You can Google anything. I'm going to try and Google it. Right, he gave me the, the Wi-Fi earlier on, and I forgot to actually use it for something. Mm. Um, <coughs> life expectancy. Uh, I think it's Ethiopia. Let's see. Sierra Leone. Hmm. We are fighting for Sierra Leone. Uh, uh, as of 2017, people born in Sierra Leone could be expected to live only up to 52 years. Shit, that's yeah. not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. Right? It's not too bad. <laughs> I mean, considering, all, all things considered. That's the average. That's the average. That means you've got a whole 57. bunch of 70-year-old fuckers there. Shit. Yeah. Well, but the, the, then again, what about those countries? Like, do wasn't it in Norway or Iceland or something that they had countries where when an elder would reach a certain age, you just dropped him off in an iceberg? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, you've had your time. <laughs> now freeze. I don't know why, but that's not uh, useful to the community but, anymore. But the weird thing is the old men went along with it. It's like, yep, I understand. It's time. <laughs> sit here, yeah. I think that the first guy that went there, or at least one of the, the one of the guys that went there, eventually you would have dropped off a perfectly capable old man. It's like, <laughs> I am not 
old, I'm still fine. Like I can a do things. Old man. Like imagine if uh, Bruno, yeah. if if <laughs> when Bruno was like 40, this this tribe decides you are now too old you're to out. be part. You're out, and you drop him off where you consider to be the wilderness. And then all of a sudden he builds he builds this like utopia, this paradise <laughs> of engineering and marvel and technology. And so the old men are like, "Oh fuck, I'm living in a in a yurt." <laughs> and when yeah. I'm 40, I get to graduate and go over to the promised land where this man has TV. Yeah. It's like, "Fuck this. Yes, please drop me off." But they don't let any of the young ones know, right? This is just an elder secret. Yeah. It's passed down from generation They're to generation yep. with cell phones because Bruno just threw one into the encampment afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're building a boat or something and just sailing past them, mooning them. I think if I, if I had the choice between a young full of only young people, a world full of only young people or a world full of only old people, I'd pick the old people. I think I'm getting to that age where I, I start know. to understand. I, w- I would say that, but then old people are really stuck in their ways, like in, in, in their mindsets. Yeah. It's... An old, if you have an argument with an old man, like you're, you're meeting this old man for the first time. If you have an argument about anything, his opinion on that will never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever change because he thinks he's about to die. So he's taking it to his grave because he thinks it's a week away. This is who I am. Right. This is, this, I will me. die on this hill. Right. <laughs> While you, you're a kid, you don't give a shit. So eventually you'll just agree so that it will end. Right. So. Uh, too long with with people with old people gets a bit confusing but then again too young with uh, too too long with young people is is not ideal either no unless you pick the right i mean it's too much too long with anybody i mean shit you're fucked <laughs> too long with people too long with people and you're kind of screwed <laughs> Go and live on the mountain. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Maybe the people in the yurt are onto something after right. all. We're back in the yurt. Again. Maybe we were in the promised land after <laughs> all. Civilization. Oh shit. <laughs> We've been doing it all wrong, Pelo. Just gotta go to the farm. <laughs> the farm. Yeah. Live on a farm in a yurt. Yeah. And when people get too old to be useful, we kick them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'd be kind of shooting ourselves in the foot though. <laughs> Because we're setting up this magical paradise farm that kicks old people out. And by the time we're finished, we're probably too old to go to no, it. No, we're king and queen. <laughs> uh, royalty is different. We'll lead us to kings. The peasant, the workforce. The workforce. The workforce can't be old and useless. The workforce. We were talking about this earlier on. <laughs> we were talking about John Travolta and the, he has the airplane at his house, right? The, yeah. at the 747. And we were just joking about the, the imagine if you're, you're born into that, right? You're a John Travolta's kid, but all your life you've, you're, you have a plane in your backyard, <laughs> a giant second house yeah. that just takes you wherever you want to go. So to you, it's like, oh, we're going to Paris. And it's like, oh, bye. This, fuck that. We're going to be there in six hours. It's okay. Yeah. Let's go. And we were, we were just imagining like this stuff that the, he might have this extremely exquisite personnel that takes care because we're going he's, he's not going shopping anymore right he's not leaving his house to go to the supermarket he doesn't know how much milk costs if, yeah. if when we see the advert like if he sees the advertisement on tv 20 percent off of uh, ribeye steak now only 13.99 
you don't know if that's a good deal or not. It's like what we're talking about with David. He doesn't know either. And he's yeah. not a millionaire yeah. by any stretch of the means. It's just at a certain point, that's not part of your reality anymore. Yeah, you just don't pay attention. Yeah. I think you got to have a really capable staff and pay them really well. But then again, you might just have them in like a weird bunker that you've built on the edge of the property <laughs> and to keep the cost down. You just feed them rice and beans that you airdrop every time you're taking off and flying somewhere else. Hey, if I'm rich, there are going to be a lot of leftovers. <laughs> there are all illegal Mexicans that are there afraid to be deported. They get yelled at by John Travolta every now and again. Yeah, thank you. Be an interesting day when we have illegal Mexicans in Portugal trying to work. That would be great. That would be great. I mean, Bruno, be actually good here. Uh, Bruno, Bruno um, while he was fixing up one of the houses, he decided he was going to just try and hire people that needed work. He's like, fuck, I can't find anyone that's willing to come to work. So... The, this guy, look, I'll give you a job. He's like, oh, I'm out of a job. It was this guy that walked up to him on the street, obviously, one night. And he's like, I'm out of a job. And I've lost my, I've lost my job. And I don't have any money. And I'm in a really bad place. And, you know. And Bruno's like, look, okay, fine. Tomorrow I'll pick you up. 7 a.m. on the corner over here. I'll pay you this much an hour. And you're going to come help me. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. You're amazing. You're incredible. It's my phone number. <laughs> In memory of Bruno. <laughs> Fair enough. I can't argue with that. It sounds like him. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it doesn't Except smell now like it kind of sounds like he's Whoa. dead. He's alive. Hello. Bruno's I'm alive. Back. You're back. What was that sound? A <laughs> fart. <laughs> we we do those now and again, us people. Okay. It's such a weird fart. I barely recognize it as a fart. <laughs> Okay, back to your story. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot on which point I was. Farts are better. Exactly. As, soon as, as soon as farts came up, I just completely lost track of what I was on about. I mean, it just doesn't seem relevant anymore. <laughs> Why would you want to talk about anything else? Exactly. Farts are We're just very better. mature, aren't we? <laughs> of course, of course. Clearly. It's flatus. <laughs> latest yes <laughs> it's funny how people your your age used to run countries and whatever <laughs> right <laughs> and now this is what we're up to hey when people my age ran countries things actually worked and changed okay <laughs> Alexander now, the Great he was like in his 20s look at that right? in, in yeah, one yeah, lifetime yeah. in one lifetime the borders of his country grew to an empire right in my lifetime Portugal has shrunk yeah, well, Portugal from a is. turd to a slightly smaller turd. <laughs> and when I ask why, everybody says things take time. I'm older than Alexander the Great was before he realized he was gay with his best friend. I think he realized it early on. You think so? <laughs> I think yeah. they're Greek. At least in the There's movie. No it's gay. But in the it, movie, it, totally it seems like it's so only closer to the end, doesn't it? it? Or am Hollywood I not remembering oh, okay. it? Okay, that's a, exactly. That's they a were Hollywood Greek. Movie. There was no such thing base, as gay. You can't base the real history of Alexander the Great on no. the Colin Farrell Alexander the Great version. <laughs> what do you mean? Jared Leto. That it said at the beginning of the <laughs> movie. Well, yeah. It says at the beginning of the movie it's based on historical events. And it is. Yes. So there was a guy called Alexander, yeah, and it was yeah. pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah, are yeah. the events they based it on. I killed an elephant. I saw it. I think you're, I think you're not giving the, the, the movie it's the credit that it's due. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> historical <laughs> clearly, accuracy. Clearly, the, yes. the, they were concerned about historical... Did you know that he doesn't actually have blonde hair, for example? Yes, I am Alexander aware. Yes, yeah. most Greeks don't. No, I, <laughs> But the actor didn't either. See, they just changed that to, for historical acu- accuracy. Yeah. Yes. It was course, simply yeah. for the purpose of historical accuracy. He clearly looks He looks better. like a surfer dude, Alexander the Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird that he would be alive at that time. Who? Colin Farrell. No, but see, there you go. You have an empire, right? You have this thing that starts from or Rome, if you want to take the yeah. legends of Rome. This this constantly growing, changing, evolving empire with new technologies being discovered all the time mm-hmm. that are massively influencing your life, right? Yeah. Sewage is appearing, and water, and roads. And trade, and then oh, you switched one, one, one correction to what you said. Uh, the, the, the accomplishment was making sewage disappear. <laughs> sewage appearing is easy. <laughs> making it disappear is the whole challenge that the Romans accomplished. <laughs> we seem pretty good at making sewage appear. <laughs> yeah, right. We never had any problem. With I stand. That. Sorry, I stand corrected. <laughs> flatus. Again, back to flatus. And yet, there we go. I've lost it. No, We're back have. on farts. Come uh, shit, where was yeah, I going with this? thought with sewage appearing. And all right, well, the Romans were the empires, right? Oh, yeah. You've got all these things happening in the blink of an eye and the destruction of them, right? The, the disappearance of Rome and the, mm-hmm. all the technology that went with it. And yet, you, still, nowadays, we, it's like you get a new phone with a bigger screen and more cameras. Well, yes. That was the accomplishment much. of 2019. That was great. Yeah, like four cameras. I don't even know what the hell now they Now we all have do. four cameras, but they yeah. but you have them there's there are four of them now. T- truth be told, I was very very skeptical of those four cameras and thought it was all bullshit until I was um, flying at night. Mm-hmm. And and the other guy, the other pilot had a one of these new iPhones with four cameras and whatever. So he did something that I always tried to do and could never do and he did it Easily with one click. So what he was trying to do is we had, so the cockpit is very dimly lit at night, so you can see better outside, right? And outside, what you had was the rising full moon, which would have made a beautiful picture if you were able to somehow focus the cockpit, the switches, all the gauges and stuff, and at the same time, what you're seeing out the windscreen. And I was telling him this, and he pulls out this this new iPhone with the four cameras, which... I'm not going to buy because I don't care anyway. But it was pretty impressive. It has four cameras. I know, but it, you know, <laughs> that's it why it's to impressive. Take a picture that was, yeah, it was impressive it's for a phone. Four, it's four cameras. It's four I know, pictures I know, I know. put together to give you the like four times the normal quality that you have with your simple but it, but that's ten the one thing, camera. That's the thing. It's not just about quality. No, it's keeping everything in focus. It's being able to keep focus yeah. of a lot more stuff. I mean, that really felt like I can, you know, the, the situation where you ever tried to take a picture of the full moon with your, uh, with your I, phone? I, I understand it. All I'm saying, I get it. I get dot. it. But I, yeah, I'm telling you, dot, exactly. I, 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 can, I can explain perfectly why, why it works. It's because they have four cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're an engineer, right? <laughs> trust me. I trust you. I trust if you, you take a picture with one camera you, and, and you go, this is one, look at that. How could it get better? And then you take a picture with More four cameras. cameras is, is better. And you put, if you look at, each individual picture that each camera took, maybe you could compare it 
right? I'm but, not even sure you but see that. Just, you just get the Of course final you don't. You're the, just getting yeah. four images compressed yeah. from different, slightly different angles, right? It's as if you had four eyeballs. Close one eye. Is this better or worse than opening the other eye? Can't you see things in depth? And Two eyes is usually right? better. Now imagine having another two eyes. <laughs> it's okay. gonna be better well you're going to see better you have more eyes of course you're going to see better it'll be tough getting through airport security though <laughs> well <laughs> you might stand out but no no four but eyes. i've heard i've heard, I've heard getting that. into a nightclub i've heard people say <laughs> that all the time hey four eyes it's a common thing in in, in culture that you'll be fine okay I believe you. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm sticking with two for now. Yeah, me too. I'm sticking with one on my camera because it's enough. Doesn't your phone have two cameras? Doesn't it have a, fra- a face it does. Fo- camera, it right? One, camera facing one front facing camera. I will have you know. You got two. To turn the phone. Uh, well, <laughs> turning the phone is dangerous. You could drop it. Yes. Right. See, there would be a more impressive phone, an undroppable phone. <laughs> undroppable, Look, just undroppable. No, 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 no. 2020 new phone that would blow my mind is a phone that you literally can't drop. Like okay, you, okay. If, even if it slips listen, out the wrong listen. time, it just hovers there until you pick <laughs> it up again. The idea of unbreakable <laughs> is harder to do and I think is better. Yours, I've had I, can, an unbreakable I, can, phone. I can solve it right now. But I have an unbreakable phone. Get me your phone. phone. Get me some crazy glue, and I guarantee you won't drop it for a while. <laughs> you will not drop it for a while. You don't even have to have it on your hand. I can just glue it you, to your butt cheek. It'll be there. <laughs> you've got the, the cat phones. You've, you've had indestructible phones yeah, since Nokia's 3310. But the problem is people want indestructible and sleek and fancy no, and no, no, pretty. No, 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 no. You could have them. The people don't want, it doesn't matter. The phones are built so that they'll break, so that you buy new phones. True. That's why you don't have an indestructible phone. And the indestructible phones that you do have obviously are slower and worse for some reason. They are reason. crap, yeah. They're shit. The right. only feature they have is they're indestructible. Exactly, yeah. which honestly should be a given feature by now, seeing as it's 2020 and Steve Jobs came out with the iPhone while he was still alive. Yeah. If I show my younger brother, Bernardo, a picture of Steve Jobs, he doesn't know who the fuck he is. But it's, 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 it's a tough market. I think the smartphones, they don't have, they don't have anywhere else to go to. The exactly. Thing is, the thing is, what is the new feature they're going to you know, promote right now? What else is it going to do? How many more megapixels can you possibly need? This okay, is the, the point. Okay, the four cameras. There yeah. you go. You get the four cameras. But that's but just it. We're content as a civilization at this point with four cameras when just a couple of years ago, historically speaking, right? Yeah. They were conquering continents in a lifetime. This yes. man was, it was merging well, cultures and, yes. and, and history and just... Making, literally making history yeah, but you see, in one lifetime. The world back then. And we get four cameras. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all like, fuck yeah. The world back then was dominated by the governments and the, you know, the monarchs that oh, wanted as opposed to, today. to conquer stuff. No, no. As opposed oh, right. to today, yeah, what yeah. I mean is, today it's way more controlled by business interests and companies for whom conquering territory is less important than selling a product. You physical learned it during the Second you know. World War. It isn't about the physical territory. It's yeah. about the economy. You move the money, yeah. you control the world. Exactly, exactly. So I don't think... I mean, this, this urge that man has always had of conquering territory. I mean, I mean, if you get to a certain 
position in terms of power, which is something I find very interesting because I'm pretty sure, you know, none of us can possibly even imagine or understand what that does to you. No. Right? No, no. The power of, you know, imagine you're Putin, imagine you're Trump, imagine you're, you know, the British Queen, right? <laughs> I like that one. She yeah. has no power. Well, but she could if she wanted. She, 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 she could do... We can get into that she later. She can sway public opinion. We can get into that later. <laughs> I don't want to lose my train of thought here. But imagine you're one of these people. A lot, a, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of power, a lot of power, and actually power to change the world, right? Power to influence millions, billions, power to change the world. Even if you start out as a great person with wonderful intent and we're going to make this better and whatever, at some point you're going to start thinking about, well, obviously I can't do this great for everyone. For my country to be the best, the others need to be, well, not, not the so best. so good. <laughs> exactly, right? That's inevitable. So this feeling that, that has always been a part of humanity, conquering for, you know, for kings and whoever gets that position, somehow isn't really there anymore. When is the last time you saw someone trying to conquer territory? I'm not saying the US and other countries don't have the political influence and they're not doing it in another way, like economically, you know, through culture, through all of this stuff. But the old school thing of my country needs to be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> I want more Lebensraum. <laughs> Call didn't, it whatever you want. Didn't Trump you try know? and buy Greenland? Yeah, he did. No, he just suggested it. He yeah. didn't try he to buy stunt. it. He, exactly. He suggested it. You know, the Dutch laughed their ass. No, the Danish, sorry. Sorry. The Danish laughed their asses off and no. But You're apologizing to the one Dane that's going to listen to this. <laughs> do you? One. Do we even? Well, I do, but do you know any Danes? Yeah. The, yeah, our so. aunt is Dutch. Dogs Dutch, do not, not count. Dane. Oh, shit. I the did great it again. Dane doesn't count. <laughs> I, I just did it again. <laughs> he just said not the Dutch. <laughs> yeah. It's complicated, right? Not really. No, it's no, no. two no, no. different countries. I know it's two different how, countries, but the how problem did with Holland the Dutch, and, you go. and Denmark end up with Dutch and Danish? Holland is just, why, why, wait, wait, why wait, is wait. it the Hollandaise? And, 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 and I'll give you one better. You are calling it by their own name. Or the Hoch. Holland is not a country. No, right? it's the Netherlands. The country is the Netherlands. Holland is, as far as I understand, one part of the Netherlands that people have started calling it. As the name of the country. Then why aren't they That's the, not even the, the nether, Right? Why are they the Netherlanders? Or, right? The, why yeah, are they the yeah, Dutch? Exactly. I do not know. But it is... Wasn't it the Dutch trading company? You mean the, the East India... East India trading right? company. Right? But, but there were several. There were the exactly, Dutch. Exactly. There, there, there was like a... a but there you go. Maybe the that's Dutch was why, one of the big ones. Maybe that's why they are several. still known as the Dutch. Maybe The Dutch comes East from, India trading company. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's still that. Those, those, those East India trading companies, and you had the Dutch and you had... I can't remember right now, but you had a few more. It wasn't just the Dutch East Indian Trading Company. There were English. 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 You had the Portuguese. There were a few. There There were a few of them. I can't remember all of them. But anyway, these companies, if you look back in history, it's really cool because they look like um, they are the beginning of cooperations as we know them today. They are cooperations. It's a company that was trading. corporations. Corporations, yeah. It's a company that is trading. And it gets to a point where what it is trading, the amount of ships, the amount of things it is moving back and forth becomes so important 
that they have the political power, they have everything, they nearly run the country. This, the, the, those times were actually, as far as I well, the, know, the, question the beginning mark, of the huge yeah. corporations we have nowadays that can influence politics and change how things work. Well, the way that I think now, obviously I'm an idiot about these things, but the way that I, th the, the question that I have is, if you, if you actually follow the sway of wars, it's always pretty much about the economy. It's how much you could afford to spend on this war. Yeah. And basically what the, what what's happening more and more is as long as you can control the money then you're going to end up controlling the country. So yes. these big corporations are now breaking records. They're like trillion dollar companies or whatever oh, it yeah. is nowadays. Oh, yeah. They're clearly the ones with the money, so I don't think it's that far-fetched to say that they are not maybe running things but definitely. What can what can a president do to somebody that has more money than well, him if they're going to take their money away if he doesn't do something? Well, that's know, just it. It's a small... And lobbying and all the money they can just, you know, drop on a problem. Exactly. They can drop all this money on it, and it's more than most governments are willing to spend on any given issue. So, exactly. Yeah. You will oh. You will end up having your way because you have, you have money. Yeah. So... And and again, it's always been like this. It's always been money. It's never. It's not a new thing. It's it's a, it's a thing that the like the banknotes that we have now are new. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you there. But the concept of bartering or of trading yeah, something for same. something else is still the same. And the yeah. guy that has the most chestnuts when winter comes is the best squirrel, right? Yes. So it isn't normal. That you you there you go. That's a good story with a squirrel and the rabbit. Yeah. Right? Isn't it that one that the rabbit eats all the food and the squirrel's packing up his, his <laughs> nuts? The, the no rabbit. The ant You're the confusing the rabbit. Anteater? The ant and a grasshopper. Okay, okay, no. Is, is it the None ant and a grasshopper? So the rabbit is with... The rabbit is and not the a rabbit, it's a hare, and it's a tortoise. <laughs> but that's a different story. <laughs> exactly, there's a race. Yeah. yeah. The one you're thinking about saving up for the winter... Yeah. The one I know from, I believe, La Fontaine is the... Um, it is the... Is it an ant? It is an ant and a... Ah, oh, what's that big sick cicadia? A grasshopper, basically. Like a grasshopper. Yeah, or a cricket, but a bigger cricket. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. They're the ones exactly. that, that breed. It's a mantis. No, not, not a no, the mantis. cicada. It's a cicada. It's cicadia, those that, that breed cicada. once every God knows how exactly. long, and then they swarm. And exactly. Yeah, I was in a, uh, in um, Florida. The when I was in Florida, it was one of the mating seasons there, and it was unbelievable the amount of That's noise. That's actually rare. It's only once yeah. every. It's like seventeen years or some years, ridiculous exactly. thing like that. And we were there, and <laughs> it was Tristan's dad, Jim. He came out, and he's like, "All this noise that we're hearing is, yeah. is it's this," and he explained it's the cicadas. They come over every once every X so amount of years. So that's the story you you were mentioning, where where you know the ant works really really hard. Exactly, he saves up, up, and the other one the doesn't, and, the and then winter comes. In winter. Yeah, well, the version of the story that I got told was was Disney version, right? So you know the German version where the so the grass ends up helping. Exactly, of, of course. Yeah, the German version is the like the German version exactly. of the Red Riding Hood, where she gets exactly. eaten by the wolf because yes. he's a wolf. Well. And in this version, it's the same sort of thing. I got told that then the ant was very kind and shared uh -huh. his stores, even though how can an ant feed himself in a cicada for a whole winter? It's not like... It's a busy but ant. as a child, you don't think about these things, I guess. No, Where have I you guess. ever seen an ant alone? 
Good point. No, no, well, have always got friends. Good point. Ma- maybe always. their grasp of you know zoology at this time was lower. It's like <laughs> do ah, ants are you know lone wolves. Do ants even store <laughs> things? Hang on, hang on. Now that we're we're on groundbreaking um, topics here, do ants even store things yeah, yeah, for the yeah, winter? They take all the food back for the queen. Yeah, they do. I'm not all sure. right, but, but know, does she eat it thing. or do, do they, they like store it? Food for yeah, they have because like there's there's one sort of ant that that builds a fungus, right? That their whole thing fungus, that yeah. they they cultivate their own fungus Leaf and they cutter. and they eat their own basically their own fungus that's the way that the colony survives i didn't know that fungus thing okay yes it's, it's cool they they basically they and when they establish a new colony they essentially take a little piece of this fungus with them hmm. and they carry it all the way to wherever this new colony is and then they plant it there so that the fungus grows again, and then the okay. whole colony feeds it. off of this fungus. Interesting. Literally farming. But there you go. So you've got these that grow their own food, so they're not stockpiling. And uh, it's just curious. I was just curious if um, ants actually sure. did stockpile yeah. anything, or if it's just one of those stories where it's like the, the, the I don't know. You know sure, they stockpile, thing. because they, you know, clearly you see a lot, a lot more activity in, in summer. Mm. You know, even just you know, living on a farm or near the mountain or whatever, you'll notice there's a lot of ants on in summer and yeah. not so much in winter. But they do. I know they don't hibernate. So clearly, if summer is the high peak for gathering stuff, that's probably I, what they're doing. I think there's the same amount of ants. I just think we're outside less in the winter. We don't see that them. is definitely a factor. <laughs> that is definitely a factor. But I guess I'm not going to spend invasions. much time looking yeah. chasing ants during the winter. <laughs> That is probably a factor. With maybe with home invasions, they don't come into your house as much. But in they the don't winter. in the winter. Yeah. They don't. Yeah, they don't. And in summer, they do. I, I think all insects are pretty much handicapped in the winter. That's why yeah. I, I think they breed or they thrive in heat. Exactly. Exactly. So the more they heat, the more they'll reproduce, yeah. and then the more they spread. So when you're in the summer, it's hot, and you're just getting those swarms of them because they're everywhere. But their lifespan. Depending on the insects that you're talking about, their lifespan isn't that big. No, it's so usually short. After the summer, most Not of them as short have died. The fruit fly you're thinking of, right? Because in my fruit mind, no, it's no, no, the days. fruit fly, which is like two or three days. Yeah, exactly. yeah. no, no, I know that it's longer than it's that. Longer than that. No, most like them, roaches can live years, right? You can have a ten-year-old cockroach. Yeah, twelve-year-old yeah. cockroach. If it's a pet and not in the wild, you mean? Yeah, like yeah, you keep yeah, yeah. it? No, oh, even right. in the wild. I think, I'm, I'm, honestly, I've seen some cockroaches lately that I, I feel like that sword should be sharpened. I need, <laughs> I, I need to defend myself against that thing. Seriously, and they, they, it feels like they're squaring sword? off you with me. You want to hit a cockroach with that? Of course, distance, perfect. Uh, okay. What do you not want to hit with that? I'm just saying, just uh, swing. Fr- I by asked, the way, from experience... Bugs are hard to kill with a sword. <laughs> That's true. I tried killing one with an umbrella. I had a roach invade my house the other day, and I, I had nothing to attack it with. I felt first time I honestly felt helpless against it. It's like I don't have anything. I don't have a cup. I don't have anything they move that too I can fast. exactly. They move so I'm too trying fast. to keep eyes on it. And I, the only thing yeah. I had was this umbrella, and I'm like, right, I'm going to stick it with the umbrella. And I'm gonna pin it right and just crush it, and then try and like flick it somewhere. Or if it just gets stuck on the end, or I don't know, I'm just gonna squash it. So I grab the umbrella and I, I, and I jab it, and believe it or not, I actually stab. Right, really? <laughs> Hear the crunch? It's trapped. It's <laughs> you see this goo coming right. out, and I'm like, right? I can't believe this actually fucking worked. So I'm like, okay, what I'm gonna do now, next? Right, I have what to pick I it out, pick it up, and get, and get rid of it. So the second I lift the umbrella off of it, it sprints, run away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there was goo left on the other end of the umbrella, yeah. so it's like, yeah. what the 
How, how do they do that? Yeah, they lose all of that goo and then they just because they're it up and they're aliens. Out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're very very different from mammals. It's like <laughs> you know, it's like very, the guy, the different. thing from Terminator Two. They don't need the entire thing. Maybe exactly. they could just, just reconstruct with the little T-1000, they need. Yeah. There you go. No, but okay. So I had a very similar episode with something that clearly should not exist where we live. Clearly. <laughs> so I'm I'm living in Adaya, right? Can you pass me the beer, please? Living in Adaya. And I'm there with Martin. We're watching a movie or whatever in the living room. And there's a, there's a carpet. And eventually, we're sitting there watching a movie. And this huge centipede. And when I say huge, I mean it was like... I'm going to say some 15 to 20 centimeters long yeah. centipede. And it looked like this centipede they use in, um, ah, in that Vietnam movie, uh, the Platoon. In Platoon, where they're trying to scare the guy and put a centipede, uh, like a tropical centipede with horns or whatever the fuck those are, like yeah, horns yeah, yeah, and yeah, yellow yeah. little legs and whatever. It looked exactly like this thing. And it comes running at, at us. We're sitting watching the movie in the couch. This thing comes running at us. I get up. I had this huge f- flat-bottomed ashtray made out of glass. Huge but and wait, heavy. Like a you? paperweight. I don't know if it charged us. I don't <laughs> think it charged us. I think it was probably just on its way to get, getting under the couch. Yeah. Okay, okay. But there is no way I'm going to be sitting on the couch relaxed <laughs> and watching there. the movie with that thing running around in there, right? So I just, I get up, I grab this ashtray, and I just put the ashtray on it. And I think it's a heavy ashtray, right? So, and I think, okay, we're done. Nah, probably not. So the thing is trapped between the ashtray and the carpet. And I think, okay, I'm going to stand on the ashtray, <laughs> right? I weigh some 70 kilos or thereabouts, so it's dead, <laughs> right? It ain't surviving this. You'd think so, yeah. Exactly the same thing happened as with your cockroach. I lift the ashtray. The thing starts running around. I immediate, immediately take the ashtray like on, on one of its sides and boom, cut it in half. Half of it almost still escaped, and I had oh, to push the ashtray fuck. on it. And this they thing... They don't obey the laws of physics. And this thing was like a... I don't know, like a tropical centipede that had no place being in Portugal whatsoever. Yeah. I've heard stories of the New York roaches, and I think that they've made right. it to Cascais. Because honestly, like You've one day... you big roaches here? It's in my house. I had a serious problem with them last summer. It wasn't like it was Your swarming with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't a swarm of them. I think total, over the course of the entire summer, I had five. And this is that I caught. I mean, I, you never know with roaches. When you're not there, they're probably all around. I don't even want to think about that. Anyway. I've heard when they turn the lights on, they run away. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so you, you get a little bit into that. The but the worst. If you don't know they're there, then they're not there. Yeah. The worst one you for know, me was, the, was. I. Does I, the tree I, make any noise if it falls <laughs> in the forest while they're not Oh, let's not get into that shit. <laughs> there you go. Is the, w- the weirdest thing was, the worst <laughs> one, I, I, I got home after a night uh, uh, out. And it must have been like 2.30 or something. I was already pretty trashed. And I'm making it into the bedroom. And I flip the light switch. And when I flip the light switch, I look at the door. And there's two of these massive, just like beast-like cockroaches right on the wall just staring at me but in my bedroom. What size are these things? Because I haven't oh, seen uh, many they're, cockroaches. They're about that big. Okay. Okay. Right. 
That's the size I think a cockroach is. So there you go. We're good. We're but good. but so the difference is no, when you we're Australia describing, you know, like huge nuclear cockroaches. Yeah. Are well, it's it's basically the same thing, okay. right? Except the ones like in Asia were smaller. I feel like, but they fly, right? They fly. But all, all of them, them fly. fly. All, all of them fly. fly. Yeah, so which it, uh, fly, trust okay. me, I learned the hard I way. I think all of them can fly. Can yeah. fly. Yeah, yeah. Right. But so yeah, the I find these two to flip the light switch. They're both there, and the in, the only reaction was literally what you were saying earlier on was I turned the light off, I closed the door to the bedroom, I went and passed out on the couch. So like, there's no fucking way yeah. I'm sleeping in there. Oh really? Because of the yeah. cockroach? Yeah. But, no, the centipede. I can imagine that thing attacking me. The, the it isn't about attacking me. I know they me. run away. They don't like us. They want uh, anything to do with us. It isn't about attacking me. It's just the idea that they've been in there and they've been walking around everywhere and that literally right. comes through the drain. And it's yeah, just it like the, immediately my room was just this pit of, I don't even. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. It's it. like, no, okay. no, I'm going to need to burn it. I thought uh, for a while they were, uh, it felt like they were becoming frequent and I thought I'm going to have to move. Is there anything you can do? Did you do anything about cockroaches? I just cleaned extensively. I, I went through the whole house. <laughs> so, well, it, believe me, it's hard to believe because uh, I only do these extensive cleanings once every blue moon. But as soon as I saw them, I went from top, from the one point of the house to the other and just cleaned everything. But, and then? And, I, and then uh, I caught one more after that. And I devised a system where... I started getting a water bottle, like those liter and a half water bottles. I cut them in half, and then I used the top, and I got like a piece of cardboard or something. So I'd trap it under that. I'd put the thing, and then I'd take it out and walk it it into the garbage, (laughs) which was a little bit (laughs) further away, and I'd release it. That is really cool. And I, I don't know, but the thing is, I just stopped seeing them. And I spend a lot of time at home. So I, I don't know. I think that the weather has probably helped me out seeing as it started so, to go to the winter again. But again, yeah. it, it, it just stopped happening. The cockroaches all got together and went, hey, this guy's cool. He didn't kill. Let's that's what I like to think. Anymore. They spread the good word and went, okay, let's leave this guy alone. I like to believe that. Shit. I like to believe that because the only one so far that died unnecessarily was one that showed up in my shower when I was having a shower. Ah, well, that doesn't give And it much. was on the wall and I'm like, all right. Did you Listen, just flush it? No, well, you know, down the drain. I, I, I tried reasoning with it first. <laughs> yeah, I said, "Look, you stay where you are. I'm gonna do what I gotta do, and then, I'll and then we'll out. all leave here." <laughs> exactly. You know, well, well, this can end peacefully. And so I just, I, I'm like, "Oh fuck it! I'm just gonna keep having my shower." And then all of a sudden, I just feel something on my foot, and it had fallen down, and it went straight onto my foot. And I was trying to right. climb my leg, and I'm like, "Fuck you!" Just <laughs> start spraying it right down the drain. It's squirming in the drain with all the water. Fuck no, I'm not touching that shit. I'm going to drown it. I'm only asking because the cockroach doesn't seem to have the right size to go down the drain. It didn't. It was just squirming there. Like squirming and I'm trying to flush it down. And then the problem is it's a big cockroach. So it actually clogs the drain and the water starts rising. And now I'm in a swimming pool with this maddened cockroach, right? But so I still power that jet back to it. And luckily enough, it's enough so that when he pops out because of the water, the water goes down and the suction sucks it back. 
So it's just like this weird to and fro of the cockroach almost killing me. And again, if I were fully dressed in this scenario, it would have been fine. I would have just stood on it. But I'm stark naked, wet in a shower. This is yeah. not the perfect time to sneak up on a man, right? No, it, no. Eventually, it stopped squirming and I, I got out of the shower because that was ruined. And I just I picked it up and threw it out the window, and that was that was that. Oh man, that's too good. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I'm sure you don't know again this reference, but th there's a there's a Mel Gibson and Goldie Hawn comedy action movie of the '80s, early '90s, I think, called um, "Bird on a Wire," uh, a corda bamba in Portuguese, I think. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Anyway, there is a cockroach from hell scene. In, in that in that movie where he takes so he's dating this Goldie Hawn she's really posh and she's not really you know she hasn't seen him in ages they were wild and free in their younger years they haven't seen each other in ages they get together eventually he puts her through hell she's you know she's this rich housewife actually businesswoman but you know, rich and pampered and whatever, and she goes through hell with this guy, and they end up in a horrible motel in the middle of nowhere in the U.S. And sh they actually have to do the beds of all the rooms in the morning when they wake up to pay for the hotel room because they don't have money, right? She's taking a shower. Goldie Hawn, you remember old Goldie Hawn, Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. So she's taking a shower, and there's this cockroach. I have no idea how they did it in the movie, because the way it works is absolutely perfect. There's this cockroach just coming down the shower... The shower head. The shower head as she's, you know, showering. And I'm pretty sure there's no trained cockroaches, and there was no CG at the time, so I have no idea how they pulled this shot off. There's probably a trained cockroach. Maybe. I mean, the shot is really good because the cockroach goes onto the shower head as it's spraying the water, and it, it's, one of its legs gets caught on, and it's holding on for a little bit. Really being hit by the water, holding on for a little bit until it lets go and it goes right onto her head. Right. And she's just, you know, shampooing. Mm. When she figures out, she has this freak out, like, you know, like only a woman could have. The perfect freak out that ends with, um, with a shadow image of her all naked, killing this thing with a broom. <laughs> you know, jumping up and yeah. down and killing it with a broom. It's a really yeah. funny scene. Same thing, same thing, just as sexy as Goldie Hawn and everything. Yeah, well, Imagine well, the same silhouette, just weird. The same silhouette, yeah. just That's hairier with less boobs. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> That's... The opposite of sexier. <laughs> <laughs> to you, to you. Well, True, well, to me, to I was me, watching. Are, I was watching tastes. a Sean Connery movie. Uh, not a Sean Connery, a James Bond movie. I think it was one with Roger Moore. But one of the, in one of the opening sequences, yeah. there's another spy. It's the one with the rest, the female spy that has to work together with him. Oh later on. yeah, that is uh, the spy who loved me. Right. So at the beginning of yeah. that, she's sleeping with, with a the, Russian. The Russian spy is Triple X. Tri she's there you go she's, she's triple, triple x, x. She, yeah. at the beginning of the movie she's sleeping with a, another russian spy that mm -hmm. gets killed her husband exactly her husband <laughs> yeah he has back hair see that was sexy at that time he did have ah i see what you mean giant <laughs> yes. pan of the patch just there the yes, forest so, untamed okay. wilderness but true i mean in the see? 70s sean connery yeah. had hair coming yeah, out of yeah. all over the place except all his place. head Hey, hey, Isn't Robin, it ironic? Robin Williams, Robin Williams, he, Robin Williams, is one Williams. Of the I know, and I know he yeah. was very popular in the seventies. There you go. 
There you so, go. Not yeah. just the same. There you go. No, no, well, yes. So I think I might be sexier than Goldie Horn. To some people. <laughs> exactly. To some people, you are. You definitely are to some people. Not to me, though. No. 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 I, I, I can live with I, that. I would sooner do old 60-something or 70-year-old Goldie Hawn right now <laughs> than I would you. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Have you seen her recently? She's, I don't give a fuck. You know, she still she has beautiful have... eyes. Hey, we would make polite conversation all night. <laughs> I would learn a whole bunch of shit. Awesome, interesting stories this woman has to tell. Instead of fucking Alex. <laughs> well, you, you make it when missing. you say it like that. You make it sound like that's it's like like yeah. oh this amazing evening of intense conversation and personal growth or fucking Alex. It's like oh great. Well, gee thanks. That's great. <laughs> okay, so if if I were a twenty two year old woman, I I would definitely uh, think please that don't try you. and make me feel better by making you now a twenty two year old. Let me tell you something. 22-year-old female David model. I wouldn't fuck you either. Not 22-year-old David model. 22-year-old female David model. Would rather fuck you than spend the night talking bullshit with Goldie Hawn. Well, possibly. <laughs> possibly. possibly. I'd st- I still might not have a chance. Shit. What if Goldie Horn is at his sex Shit, change? I gotta up my game. <laughs> in there. Would it be Golden oh, Horn? <laughs> Gordo Horn. Gordon Horn. Gordon. Gordon Horn. Gordon Horn. No, that's a bad one. We Terrence. <laughs> She's Goldie Horn. You just make her Goldie Han. No. Well, yeah. if why? What does Horn? Horn isn't the female part of her name. <laughs> no. Horn is just the back, the last name. The, but you got to keep the gold. Well, then golden. Yeah, yeah. A guy called Goldie or Goldilium. Uh, how is Goldie? What is her real name? Gold is not a name. I'm pretty sure that's Goldred. her real name. Like Goldie she came, her, Goldred. Her parents had her at the hospital. Her parents were You're hippies. Gold. <laughs> I mean, what kind of hippies would use gold instead of rainbow or, you know. I rainfall. actually know a guy called Rainbow. Really? Yeah. Rainbow what? I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. I think it's like sunshine. No way. Like rainbow sunshine. Or you know a real like person that. called rainbow sunshine? Yeah, uh, it's, it's something like that, yeah. Something along those lines. Birth yeah. name or like yeah, yeah, yeah. His parents were hippies, and it's like if someone introduced themselves to me as Rainbow, I would probably not believe it was Rainbow and think it was Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> so that guy would have been Rambo Sunshine. <laughs> you know, the happy side of Rambo. <laughs> when was the Rambo one not when happy? he's no, he was happy before. You know, when he'd left all that behind, yeah. and exactly. when he'd found a new life, and he's finally happy. That was when he was happy. Rambo. He always finds a new life. You know, being a blacksmith <laughs> and hammering away on stuff. Yeah, for no good that reason. And then sweat, someone comes muscles. and takes him away. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm here, so happy, hammering away, doing, you know, nothing, not really getting paid for this, but just hammering away without a shirt on. And now you come along and I got to go back to war. <laughs> exactly. Kill millions exactly. of people. Right, exactly. With, With my Kill shirt millions off. Of people to rescue a couple <laughs> of people. <laughs> you know? Mass genocide. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you guys watch the last last ramp? I mean, the no. last last one. No. No. My God, man. That, the one I watched it's, won it's the award. It's good. The the last Rambo I watched won violent. the award for like the most. I think it was the most kills in a movie and the most blood on a on, yeah, on and that, that movie. was I think what you watched is Rambo Four. Yeah, it sounds about right. Where yeah. where he had he had found a new life and he had changed and he was happy. <laughs> but then every movie, <laughs> that's, it, that's in every movie. I'm thinking back and I think even the first one he wasn't too happy, but he was wandering in peace until someone messed up with his you know. But why does he track. keep going back? They call him duty, they saving him. someone. Duties, but he has no duty. What? No, but he has this old colonel who trained him, who trained him, and he, it's the only one still alive from the people he knew back then. And the guy has, you know, like a like a father a figure bond, bonds right. with him. And yeah, and all then the, he betrays him. No, does he? No, Can he betray him in the end. No, he no. dies, but he doesn't no. betray him. No, no way, no way. Ram- Rambo is not, that's, nothing that's, if not loyal. No, you're you're <laughs> no, you're no, forgetting. The old guy betrayed him. Ah, the old guy. No, well, the old guy is always a little bit dodgy because he he likes Rambo and he clearly has you know a connection with the guy, but he wants him to kill people. He <laughs> wants to complete the mission, which is what yeah. they do, you know. And and he's yeah. actually, if you see the first Rambo and then you see how the character evolves. The other ones are all action movies, but the first Rambo is actually a really, really good movie. I mean, yeah. it's a movie that I've watched recently, recently, like two years ago again, and I could not remember that Sylvester Stallone actually acted that <laughs> fucking well. I'm not kidding. A really impressive, you know, acting skills of a guy falling apart, completely yeah. falling apart. You know, and a, and a satire and critique of what it was to come back from Vietnam into the U.S. that didn't accept them and blah, blah, blah. So really, really good. But the first one is like that. The others are more like action movies. Yeah. Yeah. When, when was it that they made the last one? When did it come out? I think it was last, last year, year, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And the last one is actually more like, um, hmm. it's. The, again, uh, he, I think he, I he remember it. No, he was resting again. He found a great place. He exactly, made a family, sort of family, an adopted family. <laughs> he was happy, and he, then they come and they drag him the back where he would tunnel away and craft. Oh, now stuff he's into tunnels. Oh, he's into tunnels. Right, in the last movie, he's into <laughs> he tunnels. He probably makes them, and you know, when he's back, this there, guy clearly likes. Don't, don't you make a, a an odd tunnel here and there, oh, here yeah. or there, every now and again? This guy clearly likes peace and quiet, right? So and he tunnels. makes a few tunnels and. He he raises this girl, this girl until she's, a, you know, in her 18, 17 years old, I think, something like that. He raises her and helps them and, you know, becomes a part of the family and blah, blah, blah. And then she leaves and goes to Mexico or somewhere in Mexico and everything goes very, very wrong. Gets kidnapped. Gets kidnapped, involved with cartels. And they know who he is. and drugged. No, they don't know shit. Wait, he, that's taken. Okay, so the last Rambo is taken with Rambo in Mexico. That is my review. <laughs> it's taken with Rambo in Mexico. Not just in Mexico, in Mexico, because he goes to Mexico, gets his ass kicked, uh, comes back, right. finds a way, uh, tries to save the girl, but can't, which was surprising. Mm. It's she not dies? a happy ending. She dies. Oh shit! Spoiler wow. alert, by the way. 
For sorry ten, for ten the three movie. or four people who listen to this. <laughs> I am really, really sorry. I just no, I'm one Rambo. of those people. I you, haven't you, seen that Rambo yet. You I really wanted to know what happened after he was happy and then he went into this world of I'm chaos. I'm sorry. If you want to watch the last Shit. Rambo movie and feel like you got, you know, shortchanged, <laughs> the Pedro Bijou show will buy you tickets. We, they will refund your tickets entirely. No, no. They'll buy you tickets if you find it playing at any cinema room. Room. That's the that's the smart play. Careful, ah. it's Rambo. It'll probably be playing somewhere. <laughs> It'll be like a cult It'll classic. It'll be twenty years from now when you're rich. You can afford it. I honestly, to offer tickets to I honestly, <laughs> I honestly do believe that Tenacious D, Pick of Destiny, is a cult classic that one day will be playing on like the London theaters and the New York theaters and the one those midnight sessions. I just. I believe it deep inside, and I, I think that in like 30 years it's going to happen. It's going to be awesome. It's be part well, of history. It, it is. It's just too good. Do and every year it just gets good. more and you more and more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's too good. It's just, I know you have an issue with Jack Black's acting. But I no, 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 love no, no. it. I don't, have an issue. I don't have an issue with his acting. I have an issue with, he's a fun guy. He's a fun guy, and I, I really do love the band a lot more than I do the acting. Right. Okay? Because uh -huh. when he's acting, he's funny and he's Jack Black. You just can't give him roles where he can't be Jack Black. And there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of actors go through their careers doing that. I'm okay with that. However, the band, which is really funny... It is very hard to take seriously. But I think that's the same thing that he's doing in the movies. I mean, you have good roles, like the, the role that he plays in High Fidelity or the role yeah. that he plays in The Jackal. It's simple little roles, right, at this point. He's in he's The still, Jackal? Yeah, he's the guy that sells him the, sells the, him the, the massive automatic machine gun. Yeah, yeah he's, he's target practice, and he yeah, says it's a little off. Yeah, he start out as a comedic actor. Yeah. I remember no. he was in the cro that crocodile, you know, the, the usual crocodile in the lake killing people movie. Yeah, something like that. And he, he was, wasn't a comedic actor. No, he was a serious but guy. What, what's, he, he has those sides of it, but what I love him for is the same things I love him for in music, which are these roles that he gets given, which are these clearly outlandish people that need to need to come off as ridiculous, but still as like a real person. Yeah. So he, he I understand perfectly. He brings the Jack Black flair to it. He does. Every, he does. You know, that, that, and that I thing. like the Jack Black flair... To a certain point. Yeah. It well, is like, it's, but that's, that's the like problem. the Jim Carrey problem or exactly. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler if, if it's too much. If but it's for too me. Overdone, and, and for me, he has done too much that I have watched. Yeah. There's still some places where it really shines, like uh, Tropic Thunder. And, yes. And, I mean, there's still some awesome stuff. But. Oh, and, and, and uh, isn't he in Jumanji? Of course he's in Jumanji. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he plays a really teenage good. girl. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. Jumanji yeah. was actually yeah. a surprise. I wasn't yeah. expecting it to he's be that but he's, he's just one <laughs> of... But see, he's yeah. just one of those actors that to me, I will love him in anything. Yeah. I've seen him play a, a weird mortuary that starts dating an old woman and then eventually ends up killing her because she's a mean asshole and then yeah. just keeps living off with i've seen him play a mexican priest that dreams of being a sumo wrestler not sumo lucha uh, sorry libre. lucha libre yeah my, my bad right, lucha libre nacho libre yeah. there you go 
So it's oh, all these. That. Not if, if it weren't, that. if yeah, it yeah, weren't for Jack Black, my 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 point here is this: if it weren't for him, that movie wouldn't have existed in the sense that I would never have watched it. it wouldn't have been any good. It would have sucked. But because but because Jack Black is there doing that role and being outlandish, Jack Black, it is now an awesome movie, like The Water Boy with Adam Sandler. D- don't sure. say that. Do not say The Water Boy. No, with the water, Adam I can't go with you on the I'm Water sorry. Boy. It is genius, and you no. do not understand. No, it is not. No, it is you do not really understand. not good. It, it is. Ge- it is one of the first. I think it's the first appearance of you can do it. So just just okay, because true. of that, just it's that already epic. Does give it a certain place. Then in, uh, it has culture. the funds it in it. Number two. Point number a lot two. Of stuff has the funds in it. But that one had the funds in it as well. The funds was in everything. Well, uh, I'm guessing those 70s money didn't yeah. last all that long, and eventually he was in everything, and now he's in actually shit that is really cool, like uh, Barry. He's alive still? Yeah. You haven't watched Barry? Barry's awesome. Barry is awesome, Barry. and he's in it. And, uh, well, I don't want to spoil it, so you go and watch Barry at some point, because it's, it's cool. Mm. He's in, yeah, and he's in it, and he's really good See, in it. And you have—is it Gene Hackman? Is the other coach? Gene no, Hackman? no, 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 not, no, not Gene Hackman. Not not in Barry. No, not in Barry. In um, Waterboy. In Waterboy, the other coach. Uh, I can't is, remember who the other coach is. Isn't it? I remember the weird girl. The weird girl. Yeah, she's With crazy. Very blue or green. She keeps eyes getting arrested hair. for like stabbing people. And I remember her. She she's was also, on the she believes in him. Eastwick, Eastwick, Eastwick. I don't know. Which is a Eastwick. She was in that as well. Eastwick. You have messages about hope and believing in yourself and gator. Several ways of cooking alligator. Is that the one where his mother is uh, the, the the actress from Misery, right? Yeah, I can't I remember think so. her name right now. Unfortunately, mm. I should. But yeah, right? It is his mother. Medulla Amblangata. That's in Waterboy, right? Yeah, I remember it. That's the one. Isn't there a Colonel Sanders type guy at some point? There somewhere? is. There is. Right. Yeah, I didn't like that movie. Mm. <laughs> How? I don't know, man. It's, it's not overdone. Yeah, exactly. It feels like I'm a never-ending Saturday Night Live sketch. The reason a lot of these sketches on Saturday Night Live are good, like uh, No More Cowbell. The reason that sketch is good more, is No, 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 no. It, needs more, cowbell, it yes. needs more cowbell. Right, more cowbell. I'm very sorry. I actually have the T-shirt and I got it wrong. <laughs> The fault is all the alcohol you people are getting. You have a t-shirt. What alcohol? We're drinking sky water. (laughs) Water from the sky. (laughs) Just like the water from the glaciers, but it comes from the sky. Sky water. Help the Inuits preserve our world. Help them save the planet. Yeah. How would yeah. we do it without our sponsors? You're, exactly. No, y- y- you're getting Skywater because you're related to the to the host. I- I'm getting <laughs> weird beer <laughs> that I bought. <laughs> Why is it weird? Is it just warm? <laughs> no, it's fine. No, no, it's weird because it's it's beer. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan. This is this is what the peasants in Egypt drank. Beer. It was beer. <laughs> it isn't though. You you know they did find out uh, a few years ago. There was a brand. They found out uh, digging through some sarcophagus in Egypt, and they found out what became twelve, fifteen years ago 
as the oldest recipe for beer ever found, yeah. right? And it was an Egyptian recipe mm-hmm. for beer, so we knew they it's, were still It's how it. they'd feed their, the, the, the populace, basically, like their slaves. Right. But it my, was part but, of population but what control. what I wanted to say... <laughs> Seriously! You get them all drunk. Population control. <laughs> yeah, you get them all fucked up so that they're not going to revolt against you. If they're all drunk and incapacitated and you have an army of soldiers, they're not going to fight back. And in the morning, they're going to be hung over, so you whip the shit out of them, so they build your fucking pyramid. And then by the time they're angry of getting whipped, you say, here, have a nice cold beer. People they go, I needed this. I, when you said that, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting something completely different. <laughs> very, very different. What were you expecting? Anyway, it doesn't matter. What does matter is that the beer... <laughs> that recipe, that Egyptian recipe beer, some company, I think in the UK, some company took that recipe and some brewery and decided to make that beer and sell it as, you know, the old school recipe Egyptian beer. So what I meant to say all along was that we should try that beer and compare it to this. We should. We should. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure this is going to be better. You think? Well, because whatever the hell this recipe is, is more recent than 5,000 years ago. And I would like to think that we've made some progress in the taste of this crap in 5,000 years. Because if this is as what? good as it's ever tasted... Hang on. But that's not a good thing. Ago? That's not a good thing to say, though, because, like, the Romans had better concrete than we had when they were... Yeah, There's but that's lost technology. We just found this Maybe beer-making beer is beer lost technology yeah. as well. There's maybe we lost... We could maybe we lost the art of beer. Maybe we want in Egyptian beer. No but way. this is the problem with hanging out with you, because you introduced me to these glamorous worlds of eccentricity and fancy beers that cost 12, bu- 12 euros a I bottle. Never tasted and it. then I, I have to come good. back to normality <laughs> and, and drink with the poor <laughs> people. And, and it's like, oh, I've had, I had it that one time it was great but now i'm back with the shit it's like here's a taste of awesomeness now be happy with what you but had before you know what that is a very good lesson for how life is <laughs> <laughs> that's true it's why here's i i refuse to fly can be at some point but it's it's now why go it's back to where you were it's the reason why i refuse to fly first class other than the fact that i can't afford it right so it's the second reason you refuse to fly exactly first class. other than the fact that i can't afford it it's just because i know that the first time i go on first class it's going to be a whole new experience where I won't feel like, uh, you know, half my legs have gone numb yeah. and probably will have to be amputated at the end of the flight. I don't have people drooling on me and leaning on me, their space. As soon as I know that you, that is a reality in, in flying, yeah. I will never be able to go back to the tuna can. So for now, I just pretend that that's like one of those... Uh, future prediction videos where they're like how how the 1920s drew what flying would be yeah. in 19 although they drew it very different to it, what it, it actually was they had cocktail bars and like they turkeys did. and they all did. sorts of shit very they drew true. that lots of room they did have that yeah. and they did have you know uh, made to order meals yeah, and stuff like but that but again and for me it's still just as an unobtainable fiction as that turkey right. in the in the right. thing i can't i can't honestly believe that there is an airplane that flies around that has a shower and yeah. a room. There you are. have your own room. Look yeah. at a shower. I can lie down. It There's has not, not you lie, down. lie down. You, you have a desk yeah. Yeah. and a shower. You, you can lie down in the private jet I fly. Yeah. It has like a, a sofa bed. Yeah. Best way I can describe it, where sometimes it's for, four peop- for three people. Three people long. Sometimes it's four people long. A sofa bed. A sofa bed. And it is a sofa 
leather sofa and whatever. But if you if it's a long flight and the airplane can fly that long, you know, so if it's a long flight, you can open it and it becomes like a couple's bed. Yeah, and the poor people we call that the aisle. And you just lie down <laughs> yeah, until they don't let you sleep in. No, the they don't. But no. you, you know, it's just a kind of risky thing. You just got to keep doing it until they're <laughs> tired of telling you, sir. No, in that case, you just go to the toilet. You know, make yourself comfortable. And the toilet is the toilet is the closest <laughs> thing to like your private sanctuary. Except right? I usually only make it there too late, where it's like, ooh. it's a death box. The to- yeah. But the toilet in economy class is the closest you're gonna get to having legroom. The toilet in economy class. Let me explain <laughs> this. Let me explain it this. It is, and it is also like the toilet in economy class is like the toilet when you go to a third world country. Yes, it's like the hole in in the floor, and you're now although, although, you have to use this primitive method of shitting in a in a box that's just going to go and suck your shit somewhere. Yes. And then there's some guy above you having a shower in his own private room and you're in a room in a little box that stinks of Mexican food. Well, Sad. here's the thing. Here's the thing, you know, society is open and you have you have the possibility you can make enough money, buy your own private jet, and take a shower while you're flying above <laughs> all the peasants. See, until... until it's possible. I know, but until I do that, it will be the pipe dream that it is. If one day I, I can afford it, like I can go on first class, and I know after this I will always go on first class. Yeah. Never again shall I return you? to the tuna can. I will. Doesn't it make you feel I will. sad for the people that had that and lost it all and are back to coach? Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah, but I think those people just stop flying. You think they'll stop flying altogether? It's like fuck it, I've seen the world in first class, I'm not traveling anymore. If yes. I Why, yes. Why would sense. you go backwards? It like, makes you, sense. you just can't. It makes no, sense. It's just it no isn't backwards. the same. Yes. I guess, it is, I, I, guess I, I agree. I think more people will dress either. up as as fuck like it. I've seen enough. I think I think <laughs> I I watch the rest on the interweb. <laughs> if I had done that, if I if I passed the first class and then I have to go back, I would more quickly just dress up as military personnel and hope one of them would volunteer their first class seat to me for my sacrifice of going like this is not america nobody gives yeah. a shit about you here and that's and, and, true yeah. shit why does that shit only work in no, movies and you might get arrested where's vince Vaughn when you need him <laughs> and you might get arrested at some point dude. why impersonating an officer of the law. i never yeah. said i was an officer of the law i just dressed in a certain way and he assumed things and offered me a seat <laughs> how is that my fault he said please sir hand, and i said thank be you able to defend this in court if the, you mean actually if, if i weren't it, a musician i would have been a lawyer uniform, if, it, if it wasn't a real uniform but it just looked exactly. like it you might be able to defend that in court yeah change a couple things around here and there like a chinese knockoff u.s uniform i guess it's all going to depend on which country you're caught it would only work in america wouldn't it yeah yeah i'm get. i'm guessing if you're yeah if you're in China, departing as a U.S. officer and they catch you and you're not a U.S. officer, mm. you're going to get the treatment of, well, a Chinese peasant. <laughs> which, which, Who's uh, misbehaved? I imagine, exactly. Is peasant. it worse than, than an economy class on an airplane, though? <laughs> it's like the toilet of the so economy seriously, class. Seriously, consider your options. Right. Same if same. I get caught, exactly. If it's I get caught, same. life as a peasant in China, oh no. But if I don't get caught, then I get to fly first class again. And I don't yeah. have to sit in the back with, you know, the tuna can people. Yeah. Well, you know, yes. I, I, it's 20 it, last year or it wasn't last year, two years ago, we we're flying to Washington and it's like a, a seven hour flight. What was it? 
to Washington, like it's going to be seven or eight hours. Seven or eight hour flight. And I'm like, great. Last time I, I remember flying From to Lisbon the U.S. From Lisbon Direct? No, yeah. we flew yeah. to New Jersey. I know Jersey. We flew to New right. Jersey and then got another flight. That was the quickest one. It was like the, course, the one from New Jersey to, to Washington. That is like, like I was like telling take you before, those are the troublesome ones for yeah. the pilots. But so the first time I flew over to the U.S., it was they... The first time I had seen the little screens, the little screens in the seat head, the the seats. Oh, really? Right. That with you had your views? own yeah, interact. Yeah, yeah. You could interact with that, and I'm like, yeah. Thank God, any any long term thing is great. So when this Washington one came up, I, I never even thought about it because I'm used to this. And then we get there, and there's nothing. Which airline was this? Um, American. I think it was, it was American You're or something. You're telling me you because flew long-haul American Airlines yes. and they had no entertainment system yeah, for because, you guys? Yeah, because they, they now offer Wi-Fi yeah. so that you can just connect to the Wi-Fi and use Netflix or use whatever no, you, you can't. want. No, you can't. That's an illusion because it's not. it doesn't have enough bandwidth for you to be streaming Everybody shit from Netflix. Well, this, no is, this was the second part of my argument is that the Wi-Fi didn't work. Of course. <laughs> the, the Wi-Fi on an airplane is going to... I mean, it's going to so, give you enough to use WhatsApp and send a picture and check out an email I'm not even whatever. sure I'm You're not, not even shit. but there you go I'm not even sure if it had like um if it had like a a, a, a general screen or not no I think no it was screens. just nothing no and, screen and not like, even before not that school thing where they're projecting a movie for not even to that watch not even I, I'm, I don't even think it was yeah, the old I'm not even sure if it was the old school thing of like the TVs that square popping out right, and like right, right. I remember and you're those. supposed to somehow why how did we ever accept that as being a television because you didn't <laughs> have anything better before how? that was you're, incredible you're when four it rows back like, holy shit there's TV on an airplane you're four rows back staring at the thing the size of a thumbtack and everybody on the plane is looking at the same screen and there's subtitles on it. How did people survive and actually read? Maybe it was better than Maybe that's why we before. need four cameras nowadays. It's cuz we just don't see shit anymore. We're used to these massive screens and everything. We just see like we we see worse and now we need four cameras to see normally again. I remember what that was like. <laughs> Eyes could do that. That's like some people I know that instead, you know, the, their eyesight is going. They're not able to read the subtitles on TV anymore, and it's getting harder. So instead of going to the, you know, to to the eye doctor, no, 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 I'll just buy a bigger TV yeah. with bigger subtitles and bigger lettering. So exactly, fine. but that's the good like, way to, to, the to deal with the problem. Yes, like fuck glasses. I'm getting a bigger TV. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Well, my mother's again, my mother's a squints. very efficient way. My mother squints every time she picks up her phone because she's blind as a bat and <laughs> she refuses squinting. to admit it. Right? So she not only she does squints, she? she does she squints and she does that thing where she stretches her arm out and puts it closer and then it's out. So yeah, she's yeah. like full distance and you go, you need glasses. No, I don't need my glasses. And the other day she was doing this and then she she asked me just write the message for me because I can't see anything. Just do, I don't have my glasses. Write the message and I get the phone and all the letters and everything are on the minimum setting. Really? Yeah, yeah all on the really little tiny. thing. And I'm like, mommy, you know you can amplify this. So you don't, yeah. Oh no, but I don't like it like that. 
Like she you don't like being able to see what's on your screen. <laughs> of course not. I'd rather have random figures on there that I press now and again and things happen. Maybe she, she's like someone we know, Shiku, uh, <laughs> who is actually prioritizing the higher <laughs> pixel density. Ah. She's going for, you know, full HD yeah. resolution It's on her smartphone, <laughs> even though she can't see yeah. the, you know, the... Yeah. Yeah. When you're looking at the your address book and your small. messages, the full HD is yeah. really what you're up. After, It's all right? about that you see the Iris, definition on that nine and oh. all that shit. That's yes. what you want. Sharpness. Yes. Except she's, I'm pretty sure she can't even see the screen. I think she knows she's <laughs> holding the phone because it's like a physical object in her hand. Will But I think the rest is just like a light. And she, she talks to the light now because she's yes, got Siri. She started using she's Siri. really happy. So she just talks to this oh, magical man. pulsating light that so does things for Siri her. she found Siri recently. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right. she got a new phone. She used to have an old phone that didn't yeah. have Siri. She had the, like the iPhone 4. Yeah. Uh, the the iPhone 4. I don't really like remember what anyway. they are anymore. But it, it, was, it was the... What the, are we up to now? 10? 11? We, we skipped a bunch. So I think we're That's on 22. X, which is 10, I think. Is it X or is it 11 by now? iPhones. What's, no the, what's the current iPhone? No one cares. Regardless. No, but since we didn't say cameras. the date this was recorded, that will establish the period. Uh-huh. <laughs> we can date this show. There you go. This iPhone is dating. iPhone 74. We are now a thousand years old. There you go. We yeah. survived. Ha-ha. Yeah. Okay, so it's up to 10 or something like that, right? It's, right. it's over 10. They got, okay. to, they got to 8 and then they skipped 9... And they released 10 on the same year that they released 8 or something like maybe that. It, maybe they don't And they called numbers. it, but it was the best named iPhone because it was the iPhone XS. Yeah. Written XS. XS. Yeah. Right. But read out XS and it cost like 1,200 euros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so my mother had... Yeah. It's weird. In English, ever since I spent the time in, in, in America, I can't stop saying 1,200, 1,100, 1,300. Oh, you got used to the American way I of saying it. I got used to saying it there, and I can't... I, it it just, be, it's it quicker than well. 1,300, 1,000. I use 1200. the American way in aviation for the same reason, because it's 2100 feet and it's stuff like that. It's quicker to transmit, although, phonetically speaking, according to the rules, it is not the most correct way. Because obviously it's not the easiest to, to hear exactly what it means. If you say 1,300, the other... Yeah, you, you immediately understand yeah. 1,300, where you, the other one takes a little bit of effort. You've got filter in the possibility yeah. of, you know, bad radio coverage, long distance. It's not, you know, different accents, all of that course. shit. But yeah, but That's I've interesting, gotten to actually. 1,200, 1,300. It is quicker. It is simpler, and I'm using it a lot too. Yeah. Well, it's just out of, uh, I don't even notice that I'm saying it. It's just an easier way, but it uh, I get it's it. When simpler. you're trying to be specific, like uh, I, I was tutoring a, a kid. And sometimes when you're going through math, it is, you, you have to say 1,300 yeah. or 11,000, things like that. But just out of habit, it'll go 1,140. And I know what I'm, I'm saying because I'm the one that said it, but he's still going like, he's not used to that system, right? You're so, tutoring him in English? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he's he's in an, some sort of a, an international school or an English school Everything's or something in like English that. Everything's English nowadays. The, with the internet, the language is just... Yeah, I know, but well, you're he's, in Portugal. He's Math Dutch. is still taught in Portuguese. No, it isn't. He's in an English school like St. Julian's. Yeah. Exactly, but that's because he's in an English school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, it's going to be taught in Portuguese. Oh, in yeah. Portugal. Well, actually, in Portuguese, you don't actually learn math at all. 
But that's a different subject. <laughs> There's math. I remember having math. No. There is such a thing called math, but it isn't. You don't it. learn it. <laughs> well, true. I did not learn much. There you go. I did not learn much. That is true. <laughs> Man, it's one of those subjects. It's too hard to see the point when you're a kid. It's too hard to see how this is going to have any value whatsoever. I could see history. So at least I'm learning what happened, you know, you know, don't make the same mistakes and all that shit. But, you know, I could see philosophy. We're discussing stuff. I could see all the languages I learned. But math, it was really, really hard. It's like, oh, this is how you figure out the circumference of whatever. When exactly am I going to need to do this? Mm, yeah. You know, and obviously, if you think about it, there's thousands of applications, but not for what most people are, you know, aspiring to be. Yeah. Which is generally, what, Instagram stars? <laughs> a fireman? Fireman? That yeah, was when I was, a, uh, when I was a kid. You was a fireman? A, yeah. That was your it early was, thing? It was, no, it's, the priest was one day. I read the Bible. You wanted to be a priest for a day? I read the Bible, right? And I was so fascinated by the storytelling of it. And it's good storytelling. Exactly. It's, and we and yeah. we used to go to English church, so I heard the priest stand up there, and I was like, this is cool. You get to tell all these stories, and you get to drink wine and eat this magical toast that they give each other. It must be great, because yeah. I didn't have any of my, uh, I didn't have they the. They would get a lot more support if the magical toast tasted. Good. Well, trust me, this nowadays I'm very that. happy that I wasn't the priest's favorite little boy. Right? right. So, yes. but at the time. <laughs> yes. Ah, shit. Now I've forgotten where I was going with this. I feel like the entire time I've been speaking since the beginning of the podcast, I think I started on one subject and then just lost myself consecutively throughout <laughs> until this point now where. Um, a few hours ago, I suggested I that maybe someone should have notes on some topics or something <laughs> that we should... Uh, this isn't why? my podcast. Hey, this, is, this isn't my podcast. I'm it's a not guest. not mine either. No uh, notes. This was way better. Trust okay. me. Exactly. This is supposed to be... people lost it, and confused. It's supposed yeah. to be his podcast. That's right. I just farted, but you can't hear on mic. We've, <laughs> Good. It's just I been, wonder how loud a fart it would need to be to be captured on mic. Oh, you could fart right now. The mic would catch it sitting down yeah. in your chair. It was just silent. Look. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I was actually thinking, can I? <laughs> no. I wish. <laughs> I wish I could. My cousin can fart on demand. <laughs> I've, always, I've always envied his skill, but his position was just something I wasn't willing to try. <laughs> he oh, used man. to get with his legs up by his... By his shoulders, his yeah. back. And, and he just he'd, his he'd, he'd suck air into his butthole, <laughs> like with some sort of muscle movement, and he would create vacuum, and then he would fart it out. So it's Perfect almost sphincter control. almost like a queef, but oh. more anal. A queef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this has really gone downhill. <laughs> now is when it went downhill. <laughs> I'm sorry. I take, I've taken this podcast to new standards. No. Hey, at least you managed to keep away from women's rights, right? <laughs> well, it's never <laughs> too late. Time. Where are we going now? <laughs> uh, no, but 
Mr. Host, do you have anything to add or anything you really want to talk about? No, nah, I think I think we should do a commercial and then a commercial break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, right fresh onto your shelves for the first time ever in history, you can finally buy Jupiter. Jupiter is now for sale for charity purposes. The sale of Jupiter will benefit all you know, misrepresented minority white people across the globe. <laughs> They need our help right now, and you are in a position to help them. So make your bid for Jupiter. It is the whole planet, and you will be responsible for it after you buy it. So make sure you have the proper licensing and everything. Jupiter Limited for the information. Everybody, let's save the world together. You got to pay me for Jupiter, though. And there can be many people buying it at the same time. There's no problem. <laughs> There's space for everyone. Anyway, I think that's we've said what we wanted to say. Okay. You Wait, I started out not wanting to say anything, <laughs> and I feel like I you talked way too much. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to do like? Do you want to leave your Instagram pages and and like those famous things that to yeah. make you famous? No, not really. I, I don't have an Instagram page, ah, so. <laughs> I don't know. We could hand out your phone number so that people can call you directly with any kind of if His they just want to get in touch. No, I know that you're really uh, you're. I know that honestly, you would love this, and I think you're just being a bit shy here. If we give out your number, everybody could personally talk to you about any questions that they had about this podcast. Right? Sure, of course, you're open for. <laughs> if for, they have any questions, they can ask. Yeah, you send know, the send host me a message. I'll, yeah. I'll give he, you your per, his personal phone number. He'll, he'll get in touch with me. <laughs> right. That's it. Let's do it. Okay.